Space. Humanity's last horizon. These are the records and expeditions of the Federation starship Lovelace. Assigned an ongoing galactic charter, the intrepid crew of the Lovelace explores the excitement of strange new worlds, encounters new life forms and new civilizations, and ultimately seeks to boldly go where no one has gone before. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fable Scraps' show. Whoops, Fable Scraps' show. Star Trek Adventures, Loveless. My name is Nicotine. I'm the DM here. Um, if you are listening to the show on podcasting apps, such as Spotify or Stitcher, just know that we record this show live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific at 6 p.m. Eastern. Um... We're going to go around and introduce the cast, but before we do, I'd like to remind you that the live audience here at twitch.tv slash fablescraps has the ability to affect the show in meaningful ways through the clever deployment of funds in exchange for points. Points towards threat or points towards momentum. Threat is a point pool that I will use as the DM to introduce complications that the crew must overcome. Momentum is a pool of points that the crew may use to overcome threat, to re-roll, to gain information, etc. If you would like to support the show and help out the uh, creative process here at Fable Scraps, uh, consider deploying points. Without further ado, I'd like to get right into it today. Um, we're going to go around and introduce everybody. Starting with Fist of the Walrus. If Fist sounds good, can I get some ones in chat, please? Hello, and how's it going? My name is Fist. Uh, I play primarily uh, roleplay games, open world survivals, roleplay streamer here on Twitch. Uh, currently doing ARC right now. It's been a lot of fun. Viking season on Twitch RP. You can find me over at Twitch and Twitter at Fist of the Walrus, and I also have YouTube, which I rarely upload to. But. <laughs> Sign for the show, and yeah, looks like it sound good. Awesome. Thank you so much, Fist. Next up is Locke the Raven. If Locke sounds good, let's get some twos in chat. Hi, I'm Locke the Raven. I'm a variety streamer on Twitch. I do role play and other games, and uh, you can also find me on Fridays on Fable Scraps' other show, Doom Lore, a 40k story. You can also find me on Twitch and Twitter at Locke the Raven, spelled like it sounds. Awesome. Thank you, Locke. Next up is Aaron Black. If Aaron sounds good, let's see some threes in chat. Hi, everybody. My name is uh, Aaron, and uh, I am a uh, an author. Recently put out a book, and I'm in the current process of writing more books, which uh, I'm not trying to sound like it's, uh, it's a burden, but oh, my God. <laughs> <I didn't know. laughs> 
Uh, but no, if you want to know anything about uh, that, you can find me over uh, on Twitter at uh, Aaron B. Writes. Awesome. Thank you so much, Aaron. Uh, next up is Anavin. If Anavin sounds good, let's see some fours in chat. Hello there. I'm Anavin. I'm a streamer here on Twitch. Typically, I stream roleplay slash chill farming games. And I'd like to apologize for my camera today because I somehow messed it up before stream and I have no idea how to fix it. <laughs> well, you look good to me, Anavin. Thank you so Thank much. You. My name is Nicotine. If I sound okay, let's go ahead and get some fives in chat. Um, we begin today as we begin every episode of Star Trek Adventures Loveless with three points of fate. Sorry, <laughs> three points of threat and three points of momentum. Um, the crew <clears throat> of the USS Loveless has escaped from a rather dire situation. Um, here we are. The crew has escaped from a rather dire situation. The situation involved um, being locked inside of the holodeck. They found their way out only to be met with uh, the sight of the computer having taken executive action towards what it deemed to be a spy. While the crew was locked in the holodeck, the computer had apparently taken it upon itself to uh, lobotomize a supposed spy aboard the Loveless. Uh, fresh out of the holodeck, having changed back into their uniforms, uh, the bridge crew has met on the bridge and are there now. Uh, Captain, what are you doing? Well, seeing as a member of the crew has been lobotomized by the robot, I'll definitely have had a report sent over to command, and we're looking to find the nearest dry dock so we can get the computer sorted out. Are you in your ready room at this point? Um, at this point, that, if I have that statement, yes, I would be preparing that statement and just getting that. Describe your ready room, just for those of us who may not know what your ready room looks like. Lockstead's ready room is very modest. Um, he has a tea kettle in his room. Uh, he likes to make his own tea. He has a variety of tea uh, up on the wall. Whenever he's feeling a certain way, he'll go for a particular type of tea. He also has a uh, lovely rock garden and a couple of plants. He lets uh, Ram come in occasionally, and they'll both talk about plants and talk about plant forms or what happens to be the new plant of the month and excitedly talk about how each each other's plants are going whenever the captain gets a gift for Ram. It's always a fake plant, but I'm sure Ram knows that. Definitely Ram knows that. Uh, sounds very zen. All right, so you're preparing your statement. Uh, how's your statement go to uh, to Starfleet Command? You're preparing the statement. You haven't sent it quite yet. Uh, run us through exactly what it says. <clears throat> so far, it says... We will be immediately... Uh, we will be, effective immediately, returning to a dry dock for important maintenance. We have had a mishap on the Federation Starship Lovelace. Uh, details to be classified for the discretion of those reading. This is top... This is, uh... 
top security and it should only be read by those with proper rank. Uh, situation is handled so is uh, stable thus far, and we will be amending the issue shortly upon arrival at the dry dock. Certainly. That sounds very reasonable. Um, and so you're going to send this back to uh, headquarters? Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a roll for me. <clears throat> what will that be? Uh, let's take a look at your sheet here. Um... Captain, Captain, Captain. Captain, Captain, Captain. Why don't you make me a, uh, a control and, uh, science roll with a, uh, complication of two. Task roll two? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Let's say one and, a, on one and a zero. You um, you attempt to send this communication the way you would normally make a subspace communication, um, <clears throat> but the uh, but the the method that you use to do this um, effectively erases half of your message. You can watch the message being sent through L cars. To uh, back to headquarters, but they're only getting really about every other word. Oh, this isn't good at all. All right, well, I suppose we'll just have to discuss this in person then. All right. Would I happen to know why it's on the fritz? No. Uh, oh. No, you would have no idea. Um. Uh. Backing out into the bridge, um, for those of you unaware, the, the ready room is directly connected to the bridge of the ship. Um, the ready room is like the captain's office, essentially. Um, back over onto the bridge, uh, let's have a chat with uh, Chief Security Officer Commander Herrick. Commander Herrick, what are you doing right now? Uh, Herrick is at his station, going over personnel reports and uh, filling out or sending out uh, orders for the various security teams that he has had uh, begin doing re regular patrols since the incident with the computer in case anything else decides to get a little froggy. So you've sent security patrols through the ship? They're currently rotating, yes. And what are they tasked with looking for? Uh, keeping an eye out for any uh, anomalous activity. Or related say a a, uh, a med bay droid if it's out of place or anything like that the USS Loveless lacks a chief medical officer and as such the uh, extremely advanced computer has been given the duties of uh, acting medical officer however there is not an emergency hologram medical doctor aboard the USS Loveless it was kind of an expense that Starfleet didn't necessarily want uh, to spend. And thus, uh, medical bots are deployed aboard this vessel. Uh, they look rather like trash cans with little mechanical mechadendrites extending from their cylindrical bodies. Various uh, tools and such. <clears throat> so, 
Um, your security patrols are out looking for any kind of anomalous activity. Um, you want to make me a roll? Sure. Can you roll for me um, a insight and a command roll with a complication of two? That's a full success. Um, your security crews um, report back to you um, with... Commander. This is Commander Herrick. Security Team Bravo has come back clear. Acknowledged. All right. Everything seems to be okay for now. Uh, we move now to um, <clears throat> Lieutenant Commander Belmont the chief engineer aboard the USS Loveless. You're also on the bridge. What are you doing? Um, I'm probably looking through uh, a couple different uh, sets of protocols, uh, computer uh, security protocols, um, uh, looking for anything out of place. Also in uh, relation to the computer's interaction uh, in the um, in medbay. Uh, exactly how much authority and how much they can do without the uh, captain's authorization. So you're researching the extent of what the computer is allowed to do. Certainly. Yeah. And and looking how, for anything anomalous. What are you using to research this? I'm using the uh, the console, the engineering console, sure. on the bridge to go okay. through it. Okay. Um. Why don't you give me a roll? Let's uh let's see an insight and um an insight and uh um engineering role with a complication okay. of two. Shit. Ooh, that's a very good success. As you um as you're looking through this data, which is a rather lot of data. You're looking through this data and you're um if you were if you were tired or sleepy or just a little bit off. You may not have caught the fact that uh, that there appears to be a chunk of this code that should be there, but you cannot find. Um, there is no outward uh, explanation for this. There is no um, there is no um, uh, warning that this has taken place. There's not even a record of any change. But you know for a fact that there's a chunk of code missing uh, from where it should be when you delve deep into this uh, the computer's, um, I suppose, a, a remote link to the computer's mainframe. Mm. All right. Um, next up, last but not least, uh, the artificial crewman of the USS Loveless, Lieutenant Ram. The helmsman. Um, Lieutenant Ram possesses the ability to communicate directly with the ship uh, and the ship's computer through a port on the back of your neck. Lieutenant Ram, what are you doing on the bridge just now? Ram would be at his station, most likely plugged into the computer, not really fully understanding that there might be something wrong with the computer, as yeah. everyone else is thinking. And making just making sure that the course that they're on is the safest course possible. Absolutely. 
Um, so you've plotted a course to the nearest uh, starbase? Yes. Sure. Um, at your uh, current speed, uh, you're currently at warp seven. Uh, at your current speed, um, you should probably reach the nearest starbase within a day. Um, all right. So, um, so, um, are you attempting to access any kind of information related to the computer at this point? Um, at the moment, probably, maybe like just some little scans, making sure there's like nothing obvious, but no deep scans. Sure. Just almost like surface level scans. Very good. I'll have you make a, um, I'll have you make a, uh, insight and, uh, science roll for me with a complication of two. Ooh. Okay. Partial success. Uh, Lieutenant Ram, as you're attempting to scan the computer, um, you feel something. Your sensors are supposed to approximate the, uh, you know, the, the feelings and uh, sensations of the human body, um, but you cannot quite place this sensation. It is something that is wholly new to you. It is almost as if a a cold shiver has uh, found its way down your spine. And there is a sense that something has taken place. You do not know what. You cannot quite place it. It would be akin to a human being coming home, leaving their jacket on a sofa, alone, coming back out and seeing that their jacket is gone. Something is different. Something is here. At this moment, the, uh, the lights in the bridge uh, immediately cut out. The emergency lights do not kick on. The gentle hum of the engine that is normally so apparent is now deafening in its silence. As one point of threat is removed from the board. There are no lights. There are no systems. There is nothing but silence. Captain. Immediately, I try to hit my comms and see if I can connect a bridge crew. No, uh, no comms signals are working, I'm afraid. Is this some good? I'll report uh, back to bridge to see if anybody's around. Sure, you walk out the door and you're on the bridge. Well, so the door is also unpowered. You'll have to uh, manually open it. It's rather heavy, so you'll have to... Uh, You'll have to prize it open. 
All right. I think I'm a big, strong boy. I think I can do this. Sure. Uh, you are. I'll just. You are quite strong. Um, you get the door about halfway open, and you're struggling to get through. Herrick will, uh, having removed his little hand cube thing, come over and assist the captain with getting out of his uh, his ready room. Certainly. I almost had it, Herrick. I almost had it. it was... Now oh, is make... not the time for bravado, Captain. Okay, well, maybe just help me out then. We're not doing the bravado thing, because this is starting to hurt. Um, Herrick will brace himself on the door certainly. and push it back. With Herrick's help, the door the door does open. Quite Ooh. begrudgingly, the door does open. I loosened that up for you, Herrick. Um, wh- well, where do we begin? Do, were we hit? What's going on? What do you know, Herrick? We do not appear to have suffered any any damage that I am aware of, Captain. But shipwide power is out. There's Although I can't see anything. I, I'm, Herrick a, I'm will, over. Uh, computer. There is no response. Um, uh, Belmont would probably. Uh, I, I imagine there's some emergency light kits somewhere on the uh, on the bridge, and I, I should know where they are. So I'm I'm yeah, searching. Yeah, if anyone knows where the security kits are, it's uh, it's Lieutenant Commander Belmont, who in all likelihood probably put them there. Um, sure. Uh, so you make your way over to the uh, the um, the turbo lift and uh, find yourself a uh, security kit, uh, a uh, emergency kit. These kits generally have uh, some small repair tools, uh, basics, uh, some a couple rations, some water, and a flashlight. So I would probably uh, turn the, the it's probably the hand-mounted light. I'd probably turn that on and then uh, sort of scan the uh, uh, the bridge. Be like, Captain, uh, I'm over here. Uh, hold on. And then I'm, I'm going to uh, probably just pick up the kit and just carry it with me. I'm going to walk over to him. Um, I have no idea what's going on. Um, I have no clue. Uh... I was scanning some files, saw some stuff, a um, little, little iffy. Uh, don't know if it's related to this, um, but uh, we should probably try and make our way down to engineering. Agreed. Yeah, I'm at a complete loss as well. Though I did notice when I was sending a file over that it was, uh, it wasn't going through all the way. It was coming in uh, bits and pieces. Did you notice anything strange, Herrick? No, sir. My security teams reported in so far that everything was normal. Um, I'm going to put my uh, light over at, uh, at Ram. Ram? Are you okay? Um, I, I, I don't really know how to describe it. Did something uh, happen? Well, I, I was just doing a little bit of a, uh, a scan on the computer. and no, Nothing too, like, major. Just, like, an on-the-surface scan, and... I, I, I don't really know what happened. 
what do you mean? Did, did you accidentally do something and cause this, or was there something you detected before this happened? I think maybe both. Oh. Hmm. Maybe elaborate? Was this the computer? I'm not sure. Should I do another scan? Uh, are you you're still connected? Do you can it, you feel the yes. computer? Would Ryan feel the computer? Um you are connected. Um you can access a couple of things that don't require uh power more than the power you have on a boat aboard your own body. Um you'd be able to access um like ship schematics. Um, you know, the very basics of uh of um you know, things that you could power yourself. Um, go ahead and make a roll for me. Make a, uh, an insight and, uh, uh, make a control and, uh, and, um, con roll. This will be a con roll since you're connected. Uh, complication, complication of two? Complication two. Ooh. Would you, uh, do you want to spend a momentum point and re-roll that? Yeah, I, I think it might be worth it. Sure. Um, we'll reduce the total momentum count down to two. Go ahead. Reroll. Full success. Um, as your mind reaches out into this black void to, uh, to ascertain what's happening, you don't feel a sense of panic. You weren't programmed to panic. But you do feel a sense of self-preservation, one that you recognize as dread. The only things available to you here in this void are the ship's schematics and um, the, of the systems that are currently online. Um, all of the systems currently are offline including life support. By, it, by your calculations, the crew, human crew, has about 20 minutes left. Captain, it, it appears that all systems are malfunctioning at the moment, including life support. Let's fix that immediately. It should be top yes. priority. By my calculations, you have maybe 20 or so minutes left of oxygen. Very well. Then we should head over to engineering immediately so we can fix that issue. Yeah, we'll have to go through the uh, Jeffrey's tubes uh, down a couple ladders and uh, I, 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 I can show you. The universe has conspired against the crew of the USS Loveless with an extra point of threat. Lieutenant Ram, you understand inherently through your connection to the ship's uh, computer that this issue is not one that can be fixed in engineering. That this issue is one that resulted from damage to the ship's deflector shield. 
outside the ship. Uh, I, I don't believe tubes are the solution to this one. As much as Gregory would probably want it. Uh, I believe it's something to do with the deflector shields. Something external, not internal. The shields? Okay. Um, deflector dish. My mistake. Deflector dish. Uh, deflector dish. Sorry. The de- oh. Okay. Ugh. We're going to have to... Uh, we're going to have to take a walk outside. Well, we shouldn't waste any time. Let's get suited up and then sent to the task. We want to bring anybody else along with us. You think that's an... Anybody you can think of, Belmont, who might be able to assist in this? Um, Belmont, you know for your part that um, that you've personally made repairs to deflector dishes many times. You have all the expertise you could possibly need for this. Um, it is a large air surface area, and ascertaining a uh, you know any kind of issue with it would take a, a crew. But um, you expect that the bridge crew is more than capable of handling it. Um, the issue of getting everyone out to the deflector dish, uh, you know for a fact would take too long to walk. That yeah. you could potentially use the shuttle pods if they're still right. they're still working. Right, yeah. The yeah, it, it would be it would be difficult with the uh uh to walk outside with the uh magnetic uh, uh boots and the suits. So yeah, if if we can get down to the shuttle bay Gonna have to do a little bit of work, but if we can get down to the shuttle bay and see if any of the shuttles are functioning, since they should be uh, disconnected from all the other systems, um, that might be our best bet, to at least. But it should, it should just need us. Uh, shouldn't need anybody else. Very well. We'll follow your lead. Let's uh, get there sooner than later. Right. Excellent. So we're all going down to the shuttle bay. Correct. Does anyone want to bring anything specific? Uh, I, I would probably have some type of engineering kit. Um, I'm not sure if I'd have time. I, I I don't even know. I mean, considering the amount of time we have, I doubt I could route anywhere. So whatever I have in the kit is probably all I would have Certainly. until we get to the shuttle. Yeah. Um, the shuttle pods are packed for their part with exosuits. Um, you know this. So, as you all make your way to the, uh, shuttle bay, um, you are forced to do so through the darkened halls of the USS Loveless. Um, there are no emergency lights. It is, for all intents and purposes, a tomb. Silent. And open. Um... You force your way through the doors, climbing ladders to get to the other floors, and make your way all the way down <clears throat> uh, to the shuttle bay. Um, as you enter the large, cavernous shuttle bay, having prized the door open, um, you walk in, and the room is large, echoing. And no, you notice that instead of the uh, the normal um, 
the normal um, shields that uh, that protect the level of oxygen inside the shuttle bay from the cold void of space, uh, there are now blast doors, having apparently been triggered in, uh, during an emergency to, uh, to ensure that oxygen isn't lost at too fast a rate. Um, there are two shuttle pods available for you. Um, I probably, I'd probably, uh, point the uh, light at the closest one and, uh, and start walking towards it. Sure. Um, and then, uh, I imagine going around back, uh, finding a, a panel to open to try and, uh, to just see if it'll open, um, with just the panel. Certainly. Um, would anyone like to assist? Mm. I have one science. I'm not sure if I should. <laughs> <laughs> What's this button? <laughs> it just takes off. Oh no! Uh, Out of toner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, if I do need assistance, if I'm having an issue, I'd probably call Ram over and be like, you know, um, okay, Ram, yeah. can you come here? Give me, sure. give me a hand. Sure. Ram isn't much better in science, but yes. So when uh, when you two assist each other, uh, I'll have you both roll for this, and we'll just take whoever gets the highest roll. Okay. Um, go ahead and make me both of you a uh, a uh, control and engineering roll. Complication of two. Uh, that's right. Complication of two. Sorry. Oh. Oh, both full successes. Um, you both see um, immediately that there is an emergency release. Uh, there is an, an old-style hydraulics release lever for this blast door that's only intended to be used during emergencies, uh, but it will open. Okay. Ooh. Uh, okay, so... Um, uh, Ram. The yes. ace. Are you able to? So, if we open this, this is going to depressurize the uh, the blast doors, right? Uh, in theory, yeah. If you open yeah. the doors, it'll all the oxygen will get blown out. Ram, do you? Can you? I don't even know if you'd have enough strength to hold on, even as you, if that happened. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure how we can open this without causing one of us to get sucked out. I'm saying this yes, to everybody. I'm, I'm not sure if I can defeat the vacuum of space. No, I'm pretty sure. Oh goodness, um, uh, I, I'm not. A, I, I'm not quite sure what to do here. <laughs> um, other than you are aware, as an engineer, of um, <laughs> certain security measures in place. Um, you know, people being blown out into the vacuum of space is something that unfortunately has occurred in Starfleet history before, and thus there are uh, emergency tethers for spacewalks. Um, these are located in the shuttle bay uh, for any kind of uh, spacewalk that needs to be done. Um, okay. You are aware of, the, a, of an emergency uh, tether. Would, wouldn't the exosuit's magnetic uh, boots be able to uh, aid with that? I'm not sure. I mean, the the insane amount of force of sudden depressurization, depending on how, how fast the doors open. Uh, but if there is a tether nearby... Um, as long as it's, as long as it's like full body 
tethering the person next to it, then I, hypothetically, if they're in a suit, I guess they could open it. So we can try it. Is that possible? I'm not sure if there's a... Yeah, certainly. Okay. Uh, I, you know, magnetic boots or a tether, either one could work. Okay. So in theory. Um, I'm going to su- I'm gonna suggest that uh, to the captain. Say uh, one of us is going to have to uh, manually open the door in a suit, Captain. Well, I've got a sturdy disposition. I can do it, or... Probably shouldn't be the captain. Um, but you don't have any faith in me? It's not faith. It's just precautions. Um, I well, would then. volunteer, but I'm going to be needed at the uh, the dish. Well, then, really, the strongest here, if we think about it, would be Ram. Would you be all right with that, Ram? I can give it a shot, if you think it's the right decision, Captain. I think it would be the best in this situation. Uh, okay, well, then we're all going to need to go ahead and get into the shuttle. And uh, and then as soon as the... Uh, there There is a... Uh, the shuttle should have a, uh, a force field, right? That we could hypothetically open the door so Ram could come through it. Is that possible? I don't even know if that's in there. Um, I think it would be ill-advised to open a door right. in the vacuum of space on the, on the <laughs> shuttle. Sight to sight him. You, if sight-to-sight transport works, you could sight-to-sight him. I don't think there's a okay. there's a transporter aboard the the no. the shuttle. You'd have to rely um, on the computer to sight-to-sight transport Ram. Uh, we, he could hang on to the side and assist us from the outside. Um, I mean, hypothetically, you can just mag magnetic uh, your your boots to the side of the ship and we can head out that way i mean you'd already be ready to go if you want to ram i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to if you believe that it would help then i am willing to do whatever to help the crew well i mean once once this is depressurized and if once you uh, are like connected to the ship it really shouldn't there's not going to be enough force to really cause too much too much of an issue so yeah you you could hypothetically hang on while we go over to the dish may as well give it a shot okay very well um ram's uh unique physiology does not require a um a exosuit you do not, in fact, breathe oxygen, being a uh, wholly uh, artificial life form. Do you wear an exosuit anyway? To fit in, yes. Well, actually, I do have a question. Are, are your feet magnetic, too? Because otherwise you'd need the boots. Uh, For this, uh, you suspect, Ram, that there wouldn't necessarily, even if your feet were magnetic, there probably wouldn't be enough surface area aboard your feet in order to, to link you to the ground and, like, prevent you from being blown out into space. But you don't suspect that your feet are magnetic, no. <laughs> no, my, my feet aren't magnetic. Yeah, right. Not that it's your business. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. You know what? That was incredibly insensitive of me. I'm very sorry. Uh, mine aren't either. Just, just so we're you know on the same footing. Uh, if you was go, that a joke about the situation. 
yes. Um, however, ha- having um, uh, magnetic boots on once we're over at the dish will be uh, necessary. Uh, do I know how many suits are uh, inside of the shuttle itself? Um, I, I assume shuttle, we're going to need all of them so we can ca- get in and yeah, out. Yeah, shuttle capacity is normally five or six. You suspect that there's at least okay. five or six exosuits in there. Enough for your party and probably plus one or two guests. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and open up the back of the shuttle, and I'm going to start just checking the gear to make sure that it should be what it is before we uh, set off. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing that. You uh, you go to uh, uh, reach for the latch on the, uh, on the shuttle, and it opens. Uh, inside, there is a very normal... Uh, shuttle experience. The lights come on, the uh, the chairs automatically rotate, and um, you're greeted to the inside of an extremely advanced Winnebago. That's fantastic. Okay, we're uh, we're good to go, Captain. Excellent. Proceed. You count six exosuits. Um. All right. So we'll uh we'll need to get in and then ram as soon as we are um. Closed up here, uh, and you're ready. Um, whenever. All right. Oh, shit, who's flying? Captain, who, do you, who, who, who would you like to fly? Well, actually, um, I, I'm not too well versed in flying. Herrick, how are you at flying? Eric just shakes his head. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, I suppose I can give it a shot. It has been a little bit, but don't think I'm that rusty. Well, what would would the attributes and disciplines be? For for flying is control and con. Oh, hell yeah, we can do that. (laughs) All right. Okay. Um... Okay, so um, why don't you run the plan one more time, uh, Lieutenant Commander Belmont? How does this plan work? Explain right, so, to the crew how this is going to work. All right, so what we're going to do is um, Ram is going to go ahead and open up the latch once that uh, we have the uh, the back of this uh, shuttlecraft uh, closed. As soon as that happens, he's going to come over and attach himself to the shuttlecraft going to fly to the deflector dish in the front and we're going to I guess we're going to have to start doing some scans uh, since Ram said there is an issue the issue is coming from there we're going to have to start looking for anything anomalous uh, maybe we've we've hit something I'm not sure but we're that's what we're going to do we're going to get out there and take a look everyone's in agreement Okay. Um, Sounds good to me. Ram, your internal clock shows that the crew has about 10 minutes of oxygen left. And we better do it fast. Right. Um, Okay, well... That'll be a quick job. uh, Commander Herrick, if you'd like to go ahead and... um, Yeah. After getting into his exosuit, because one only knows... Uh, Herrick will sit down in the uh, piloting chair and begin to get the shuttle warmed up. Certainly. Um, the process is fairly straightforward. Shuttles are not nearly as complex as the uh, helm of the USS Loveless, 
and you've done this kind of thing before. Um, the ship uh, engines were to life. Uh, both starboard and port engines are functioning functioning at uh, nominal levels, and uh, you know that this this means you're ready to take off should you choose to decide to do so. The shuttle is prepared to be underway, Captain. Very well. Everyone ready? Aye. And then, proceed. So, so, Ram, you're wearing your exosuit and your booties, your magnetic boots. Okay. So, uh, Ram, you walk over to the, um, the access panel in the, uh, the cavernous dark of the, uh, of the shuttle bay. The only lights in this room are the illumination of the headlights, uh, and the exhaust of the engines, uh, the plasma exhaust of the engines, um, from the shuttle, which is active. Um... Go ahead and um, make me a roll, if you please. This will be a, uh, a control and engineering roll with a complication of one. Mm, okay, partial success. Um, as you go to pull this emergency release lever, um, you go to pull the emergency release, and it, it hitches a little bit. It gets stuck. This is a, a, a function that is not normal for this uh, piece of equipment. You're, you're not, it's not used to this. There was never, a, a, never a, a need, you know. The only times the hydraulic blast doors are closed is when the ship is in battle, which it was never supposed to do, or, uh, or when there's an emergency like this, and the ship hasn't seen an emergency quite this bad in a long time. The lever hitches, and as you're pulling and pulling and pulling, Finally, with the immense amount of robotic strength that your body possesses, you manage to loosen the hydraulics enough. And the blast doors begin to open. There is no klaxon. There is no change in lighting. It is wholly different from the experience you, Ram, are used to. You have the impression that you are receiving no help. This is odd to you, as the computer usually has your back. The air is being blown out into space at a rate that is so fast, any human crewmate would have been sucked out immediately. But you, Lieutenant Ram, with your mag boots engaged and your rather extensive weight due to your unique artificial physiology have remained steadfast for the moment. What are your next actions? Uh, try and get back to the ship. Right? Certainly. Um, I don't think I want to go in space anytime soon. The ship has managed to drop itself out of warp. Uh, rather near a star system and a large amount, huge amount of light 
is pouring through the shuttle bay doors. Not close enough to a star to, pr- to, to, to prove extraordinarily dangerous, but enough to light, to bathe the entire darkness of this cargo hold, this shuttle bay, in bright luminescence. It is white and glaring and a little bit warm. Your mag boots are slipping. Go ahead and make me a daring and, uh, and calm. Uh, daring and, uh, oh, a daring and, let's say daring and engineering role with a complication of two. Oh no. Lieutenant Ram, your mag boots are slipping. You do not possess the capacity for panic, but if you did, now would be the time. Your crewmates, for their part, are stuck inside of Shuttle Bay 1, of Shuttle 1, and are helpless to the sight of you, Lieutenant Ram, being sucked out of the ever-expanding doors. How far away from the ship am I at this point? You are still slipping through the doors. Um, you're hanging on, uh, but it's unfortunately not quite enough. And your, uh, your body has slowly begun to drift away from the USS Loveless. Is there nothing I can try and grab out to? Nope. You are free floating in space. Do we, do we see him out the? Uh, the I, yes. I, I imagine here could get absolutely. You guys are you guys are watching in horror as this is happening. Right. Uh, I'm probably doing you know from two from of Ram's them point are of watching view, in horror. Going... <laughs> Immediately, I would be to Herrick. We need to intercept. Ram immediately. We first need to put Lieutenant Commander Belmont where he is needed. We will be able to recover Lieutenant Ram in due time. In due time, he's floating in the vacuum of space. We need to intercept him. Captain, the rest of the crew will suffocate in several minutes. Lieutenant Ram while in an unfortunate position, will live long enough for us to retrieve him. I have to agree with Commander Herrick. Um, he'll be fine, and for us to maneuver close enough for him to attach, I don't know how much time that'll take. <laughs> Just Ram watching us not get him like, man, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I see what it is. I see. I see how it is. So, um, for your part, Lieutenant Ram, um, you calm as you are, uh, have noticed that the doors of the shuttle bay are all the way open at this point, but your mechanical eyesight is able to detect the doors are beginning to close. Slowly. Captain. As a point of threat is reduced from the board. Um... Okay, have we started moving through the doors yet? Have we, Commander Herrick? Yes. All right. 
uh, go ahead and make me a roll. It'll be a control and con roll. Uh, sorry, a daring and con roll. Oh, the complication of two. Ooh, that is a critical failure and a partial success. Would you like to re-roll? Yeah, sure, why not? Okay, we'll take one momentum off of the board, down to one momentum and two threat. It is a full success. Uh, Commander Herrick, the ship, uh, the shuttle, although new to you, is, uh, is still uh, functioning at nominal capacity. You're able to pilot this vessel through a large set of closing blast doors. And although it's unable to accelerate at a speed that you would find optimal, you manage barely by a factor of tiny few inches, you manage to get through the blast doors just as they close behind the ship, the shuttle. There is no sound, but you imagine if there were, it would be deafening. You can feel a rumble, uh, and then only the shuttle. You watch as Ram begins to slowly float further and further away, and the ship is yours, Commander Herrick. Uh, Herrick would immediately put a sensor, well, Ram can be picked up by sensor sweep at any point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Herrick will immediately take the shuttle to where Belmont needs to be in order to begin that work. The deflector dish. Yeah. On the, uh, on the, um, uh, Lieutenant Commander Belmont, given your expertise in ship uh, design... Does the... Sorry, does the shuttle have a, uh, a tractor beam? Uh, the shuttle does not have a tractor beam aboard it. Sorry, dude. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> no! <laughs> Actually, you know what? Um, make a roll for me. See if the shuttle does have a, have a tractor beam. I like that. <laughs> no, it's S- just mine. See if it does. <laughs> see if it does. Did Gregory install it? I'm just wondering. Uh, potentially. Um, see if it does. That'll be an, uh, an insight and engineering roll. Oh, shit. Well, you're, you're, yeah. Good luck, buddy. Hey, Belmont, why don't you do that? Mm, yeah. I'm looking uh, at my stats. They're not If, if, be if you ask, I will. Absolutely. I will, I'll roll to see if we have one. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. But you have to do it under orders. Yeah. Or you come up with the idea yourself. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't think. I think my mind is, is <laughs> focused on like, the, the deflector dish. You. Yeah, nothing against Ren, but in my head, I'm like, yeah, he's fine. It's not like he's gonna get sucked into the sun. He'd have to fly. I mean, it would yeah, be Lieutenant Commander Belmont has run through centuries. all of the things related to how Ram could possibly perish in this, and also everything about the deflector yeah. dish. And you're concerned only with the deflector dish. Yeah. yeah, now Herrick's just going to go to the deflector dish. We'll pick up Ram. I'm better. so sorry. You guys might have a tractor beam, and you're just going to go straight to the deflector dish. <laughs> well, uh, Ram's not going to die. The rest of the crew does need oxygen, and yeah, yeah not he'll till be he gets fine. back. But I will. Um, Cap- captain the captain is himself. concerned. So, Captain, would it come to you? He would be beside himself, but. As soon as he realizes that, yes, also the rest of the crew will die if we don't do this. I'm so sorry, I think man. The, in, 
It's like he feels horrible, but <laughs> we, we can get him in a minute. He'll be fine. Oh my God! In the arms of an angel. I feel. I feel. Yeah, then you're gonna have to deal with another problem. For him. He'll be all right. Ram, wait a minute. Wait a minute. These suits have we can kill gas. Him. They have gas on them. <laughs> they they have maneuverability. Oh yeah, jets. he can use his oxygen to blast his way back. Yeah, that's true. Sorry to meta, but no, no, that's not meta. You're the chief engineer. You would know this. Um, uh, so you would know this. Uh, so yeah, all of the spacesuits so. contain something called a reaction control system, or RCS. And uh, it's gas. It is exactly that. It is gas that is ejected from certain ports on different sides of a, of a space vessel <laughs> in order to maneuver. And I would know. I would know that Ram knows. Ram is absolutely aware. Ram, for your and part, for your part, you are able to um, to make a roll for me to be be able to uh, communicate via shortwave radio signal to the shuttle. To Beeble. Um, if you want to make a roll for me, it'll be an insight and uh, engineering roll, or an insight and science roll for you, uh, with a complication of of two. Full success, Ram. You are uh, you are uh, in extreme concentration, and uh, the inner workings of your unique physiology are um, are working at their full capacity. Eventually, you unlock a string of uh, security measures. Um, that allow you and your uh, body to communicate directly with the ship's shuttle. You do not use your mouth for this. If you were inside of the Loveless, it would be extremely disconcerting to hear your voice coming through speakers somewhere, but you are able to communicate with the shuttle in this way. But I don't know if she's speaking, just like brainwave towards it. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, you are able to think you, really hard. Able to form words, um, but you have an internal speaker. It's not like you need to move your mouth. Yeah, but if you were projecting some sort of like wave into the computer to function, is this sort of like listening to? The, you, I don't know if you ever seen those little things with little tones on them, like bing, boom, boom. Are we gonna hear his the, voice like that? The tone. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> is that what it's gonna be like? Why did you make him sound like Stephen Hawking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of sounds like this instead. Yes. Is that what yes. we hear? <laughs> Say fight, fight, fight. Slowly. Fight, fight, fight. Uh, okay. Captain. Who said that? <laughs> oh, God, I'm being Captain, haunted already. Read me? <laughs> I'm sorry. Can, can it please be coming up as teletext on the console? <laughs> Actually... Um, because the this method of communication is, is uh, so incredibly different than what you're used to, uh, Ram, you're still managing to... Uh, you, you're barely managing words, and the voice that's coming through the speaker is, is not recognizable to your crew, which is perfect. And uh, a running that caption up. system is appearing on the HUD of the <laughs> shuttle. Ravioli over and over again. Yeah, and you me. Oh. Oh, don't tell me this is on the fritz as well. No, no. Ram? That can't be okay. Ram. Yes. It, it, we, okay. We've got communication. Ram, is your suit pressurized with air? Did you pressurize it? 
You did, Bram. Yeah, I'd, I'd assume, considering he wants to be human, you would have, like, that would have been the thing to do. He's like, I have to do this. Okay. What a nerd. <laughs> Ram, you have a maneuverability jets. Uh, however, I imagine you're moving at a pretty quick pace. You might be able to counteract a large part of that by calculating where you need to rip your suit to release all of the oxygen. Can you do that? Ram, for your part, you understand that there are controls on the exosuits that just allow for RCS, like a joystick and buttons. As the exosuit that you're wearing is, is equipped with RCS, you won't need to rip anything. You can literally just use oh, the buttons. W- will it stop him? Oh, I just assumed he would just, ah! <laughs> just going so fast he'd have to kill Turn all the gas to stop himself. <laughs> so you, was dev- do you rip the suit or do you use the buttons, Ram? <laughs> do you follow orders or do you do you use the well, buttons? Here's the thing. There should be two different systems. There should be the gas system for his breathing, and uh-huh. then the air system, which should be a I compressed just, air. Absolutely, yeah. There are they are two different systems. So I'm just Chief trying to get Engineer him to stop. Belmont from, just ram rip the suit. Well, no, I'm just saying I'm just trying to get him to stop quickly, and then he can, you know, just so he's not using all of his gas to stop his momentum before going yeah. forward again. Sure. I'll leave it up to you. <laughs> for your part, Ram, yeah. Loveless is getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> Oh no. I have no time to wait. I I will let you rip. You can let a- rip just aim mind. at the nearest star base and just make your way there. Imagine that. Just minding your own business. Okay. You hear a splat on the window and it's just Ram. Yeah, well, okay. So Ram would be able to calculate that, right? Like he, like because I'm definitely Belmont is relying on Ram making yeah. the calculations on on how to stop the 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 direct. Absolutely, that won't even be a role for Ram. Ram would know how to do that. Okay, can we see this at all? Or um, yeah, I mean, certainly. Your ship is like, uh, your ship is just outside the uh, the blast doors. You're still sort of facing the direction that Ram is currently traveling. Okay. You could All see right. him. He's just very small. You could magnify on the ship's uh, HUD. Oh. Um, yeah, I imagine we would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> just watching him. Okay. So would I be aiming for the shuttle or would I be aiming for Loveless? Uh, that's up to you. You know where the deflector dish is, too. You could, you could go there. Be a little trickier, I Probably. think. Yeah, I'm going to try and get to the dish. Oh shit! Gonna try Save and go time. straight for the dish. Oh, yeah. Mad Going lad. there anyway. All right. Um, no time to waste. Sure. Okay. Um, so. So you head. Uh, you use the RCS. You engage it to uh, head over towards the dish. Um, I'm gonna have you make a roll for the dish because it's a little bit further away. It'll be a control and con roll, but it's only a complication of one. Oh boy, you better do it. You're essentially piloting this, and you are a very capable pilot. Full success. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, your RCS. Um, sorry, you're 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 not using the RCS. You you ripped the suit. Yeah. Okay. You ripped. Yeah. You ripped Went the suit. The rip. Yeah. You let it rip. So you you do. You your your uh your gloved hand finds purchase on the on the suit in the exact place that it needed to, accounting for your your current uh, spin. And rotation, uh, you manage to uh, to tear your suit in exactly the right spot 
along your torso to push your mechanical body through the vacuum of space back towards the loveless and uh, in the direction of the uh, the deflector dish. And as an added bonus, you do plug the hole with your hand and uh, you preserve your momentum. You're on your way there. <laughs> Even though I was sure Ram could do this, Belmont is stupidly impressed just to see, you know, if he was tumbling and then, oh, <laughs> then just start going through the like. <laughs> Be like that meme of that kid tumbling through space yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so, um, Lieutenant Ram's all, uh, like already on course to get to the deflect, gonna beat you to the deflector dish. Oh shit. Um, Alright. I think we're good to go. Ooh. Well, for the record, Herrick didn't never stopped going towards the deflector dish. Did he just start like <laughs> So while we're yeah, having no. this conversation? Yeah, the whole time that conversation was happening of should we save him? He's just been going. Oh, Ram! It would have, would have been like a minute, maybe, of a conversation back and forth once we... Yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> All the yeah. while, Herrick's like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> no, he's not. He's like... Um... Commander Herrick, your extensive uh, understanding of security procedure aboard the USS Loveless... I won't make you roll for this. This is this is something that you would know, uh, piloting this vessel, that maybe only you would know. But uh, given your extensive encyclopedic knowledge of security procedure aboard the Loveless, you understand that there is a, a speed limit automatically enforced upon upon shuttles that are within a certain uh, distance from the the USS Loveless. All shuttlecraft are required to obey uh, a top speed of no more than 25 meters per second within, you know, about uh, a kilometer of the uh, the main hull of the ship. This is to prevent uh, vessels from crashing into the shields. Mm-hmm. Um, but... We have uh, no shields, do we? Uh, you don't have shields. Um, however, this, however, this, this, uh, you know that even if there were no shields, uh, this automatic security measure would be put in place aboard any, any, uh, any shuttle that comes anywhere near, uh, another, uh, you know, a capital ship for the, uh, for the Federation. However, the reason this, uh, pops into your mind, Commander Herrick, is that the ship is currently traveling at a speed of 30 meters per second. Oh wait, no. That would actually that would make sense because if the ship is completely dark, then uh, the shuttle's computer wouldn't register it as being anything. It would just be an anomalous mass next to it, wouldn't it? You don't know. Um. So. You, you, uh, Commander Herrick, you, uh, are piloting the ship towards the, uh, the deflector dish, yeah? Herrick, for the moment, will just keep that little bit of information to himself as it's not presenting any outright danger, and there's really time is of the essence, so yes, he will continue piloting towards the, uh, deflector dish. Certainly. All right, um, um... You, uh, you make your way in the shuttle with your crew uh, towards the ship's main deflector dish. It is, um... Uh, Lieutenant Commander uh, Belmont, do you... What is the front of the ship called? The Not the aft, yeah? 
Oh God! The front I mean, of the ship. The aft is the bow. Back. I the mean, bow, right? The, the bow. bow. Yeah, okay. the bow. But so I was the, I was thinking of like the forecastle and everything else. So yes, you yeah. know, uh, you know, Commander Herrick and Lieutenant Commander Belmont. Actually, all of you understand that the main ship's main deflector dish is at the bow of the ship, directly below the saucer section, um, and you're currently headed there. It's around a little corner. Um, you're all watching Ram expertly kind of spin around to get behind the the ship to get to the deflector dish. And uh, Wally. In, uh... Like Wally. Yeah, like Wally. <laughs> Wally style. Um, Look at him. Look at him go. <laughs> and you're all there at the uh, ship's deflector dish. Um, as soon as we get to the deflector, uh, probably even before we stop, I, I probably would have started... Um, Scans. Uh, other than just trying to look for anything noticeable, which do we see anything noticeable upon coming around? The only thing of note is that there is there appears to be no power uh, on any system, which is okay expected. Um, since since it's some sort of system issue, I would probably I'd be looking for I'd be scanning for breaches. I'd be scanning for um, irregular power signatures that should, obviously shouldn't be be there. Certainly, uh, radiation. So I'd yeah, I'd be running the gamut. Certainly, um, you uh, you have you suited up yet? You've all suited up in your exosuits. Uh, yeah, yeah. As soon as we were on board, okay, suited up. Sure. So you're all suited up in your exosuits. Uh, you see Lieutenant Ram uh, begin to touch down with the magnetic boots on the on the ground of the, uh, the, the the surface of the deflector dish. It is a large uh, concave, like a giant contact lens. Just a concave structure. Um, it'd be weird to find footing without magnetic boots. It'd be like kind of slippery and strange. Uh, but you do, you find footing here at the deflector dish. Um, this is a part of the ship that is designed to uh, prevent the ship from crashing into small asteroids. Uh, it's also uh, where the ship redirects power to shields. Uh, the deflector dish is used for many different parts of the main function of this vessel, and um, and uh, for your part, Lieutenant Ram, uh, you find yourself here as the shuttle appears almost directly uh, above you. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Belmont, um, you want to make some scans? Yes. Okay. Uh, you want to scan the uh, with the sh- with the shuttle's uh, equipment. You'll go ahead and scan the the surface of this deflector dish, uh, kind of in a routine way, very superficial routine way. Uh, that'll be an uh, an engineering and uh, 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 insight roll. Okay. Uh, complication. Complication of two. Two. Complication of one. Whoops. Okay, well, well, that's fine. Full success. <laughs> <laughs> it went too fast. Full success? No, no, you were perfect. Uh, full success. So your scans report that there is nothing out of the ordinary, but you know that there is a uh, an emergency. Um, there's an emergency um, uh, reset lever. It's, uh, it's a large uh, m- manual uh, lever designed to uh, cut... Uh, power from the main relay to the deflector dish and then bring that power back online if there's any kind of, uh, you know, maintenance or problem with right, the deflector right. dish. Somebody like can walk out center. Yeah. and okay. cut power with this giant lever and uh, put power back in. So I would probably I would relay that to the captain and, and to uh, Commander Herrick and be like, uh, we need to sort of get close to the center area. There's um, There's sort of a power reset switch down there uh so it is possible we can get the power going again if we can just uh land or get as close as possible 
uh, and then hop over and, and, and reset it. Uh, how how do, would I know? How big is this switch? Is it? I mean, because it's big enough to where you uh, you know that it would take uh, uh, at least two guys to okay. uh, to 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 use a giant lever to okay. pull this lever closed and then push it back up. So yeah, uh, and uh, Commander Herrick, I could use your uh, Vulcan strength here, unless Ram can make it to us. Of course. Okay. Sounds simple enough. All right. Um, so you want to land the shuttle, Commander Herrick, in the uh, deflector dish? If that would be the safest area to land it, then Herrick would bring it down there. Certainly. Um, probably the safest place to land it would be just outside of this crater of a deflector dish. Um, because it's a little bit more flat. So, um... You'd want to land it just outside on the on the 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 edge of the deflector yeah, dish. Yeah, you wouldn't put it down in the deflector yeah, dish, yeah. not at all. Okay. Uh, so you do, and uh, I won't even make you roll for it. You 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 make a perfect landing. Uh, you engage the magnetic docking procedure, and uh, the ship is magnetically locked to the ship's hull. Um, and uh, yeah, you're good to go. Um, ready, Captain? Well. Ready as I'll ever be. Um, was I going, or do you still want Herrick? Ooh, the problem is that we're not going to be able to communicate, so uh, from, uh, since we can't effectively rely, I may, I don't, I don't want to overstep my authority here if we need assistance, or I need to, to ask you for things, so yeah, definitely could use you coming along. Absolutely, yes. It's been a while since I've done a spacewalk outside. Yeah, me too. Uh, I didn't uh, didn't really do well with these at the academy. Um, really? <laughs> well, you look up and it's nothing. So I'm sure it's fine. Good to impart that fear onto the captain before you guys. <laughs> it is. Uh. It is known to you, Lieutenant Commander Belmont, that this feeling would be uh, something very similar to vertigo, the opposite <laughs> of vertigo, where. When in traditional vertigo, right, you would look down and and uh, or 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 uh, being afraid of heights, you know, you would look down and and uh, be consumed by the thought that that the ground is so far down below you. But in a spacewalk or in any kind of uh, diving situation, you look up and there is uh, no end to yeah. s- safety. Right, and the the worst part, Captain, is right when you step off of the back. And I'm sure you know this, but as Herrick's soon as you step going off to the put back, his hand on <laughs> Belmont's shoulder. It's our Perhaps pushing. your time would be better spent making sure your equipment is secure, Lieutenant Commander. Yeah, I'm not My. sure, Herrick. Did you want to do the spacewalk? <laughs> How much time is left? Uh, about two minutes. Uh, I, I was already like suited up and ready to go. Yeah, I would, I would start. I would start walking, but that just did. I'd be like, you know, as soon as you step off the back, you know, the the, the gravity drive, and then suddenly you like, you, oh, you get that stomach fit, you know. And I'm just, I am going sure. with it, but I'm definitely like babbling from fear. Just oh, and here we go. Well, so you, guys are, you guys are all suited up. <laughs> now I just imagine Belmont, like the yeah, door opens and then his helmet just fills with vomit. You guys are all <laughs> you guys are all suited up. Um, yeah. To uh, make the spacewalk, the shuttle bay doors, the shuttle doors open. Um, 
the air inside of the cabin, what little is left, is sucked out. You feel a slight push on your back, but your magnetic boots are engaged. And um, you're greeted to uh, 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 being bathed in this light from this nearby star. The surface of the hall of the loveless, as cold and unseemly as it may be in its darkened state, is uh, shining, glimmering. And uh, you recognize the uh, the beauty of this as the uh, as the sun slowly, as the loveless slowly rotates, the sun changes angles, and um, you manage to walk out of the shuttle bay, the shuttle, of the shuttle pod. All of you are on radio communications with each other. Ram, now that everyone's in their suits, uh, they can hear you as normal. Um, so, it's up to you, crew. Um, where, where's Ram? How far ahead, since he got to the dish before us? Uh, Ram um, is down the side of the deflector dish. Um, but is uh, sort of in between you and the center of the dish where you know that the power relay is uh, situated. Okay, so um, I'm I'm not quite sure what to expect down there, but I'm, I'm going to ask the captain, say, Captain, can we uh, can we have Ram go ahead of us? Um, and pretend, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to do what's needed uh, by himself. He is strong, uh, but maybe he can get there before us since time is an issue. Yes, absolutely. Yes, let's see if he can get there first, and then, well, I'm, he knows, does he know what to do? Uh, I'm not sure, and, and Ram can't hear us now? Yeah, Ram can hear you. Okay. Uh, Ram, do you know about the, uh, the, the big switch? Ram would have an intimate knowledge of every part of this vessel. Okay. Right. Yes, I, I've looked over the schematics quite a few times, you know. Right. Oh. Uh, well, if you, if you could... Well, that's where we're heading, and we're gonna, you know, be walking that way. But since time's an issue, do you think you can get try and get there before us, and uh, and and uh, we'll reset the power? I can give it a shot. Sure. Excellent. We'll still uh, head on over there just to see if we can find anything else. But getting that done as soon as possible is probably the right move. Okay. Also, I'm not looking up. Yeah, I'm, I am looking at my feet as I'm walking. Okay. Yeah, um, you're all making your way uh, across the lip of the um, of the uh, this crater of a deflector dish with your magnetic boots and the lack of gravity. However, um, your uh, your movement towards here seems much more natural than if there were gravity pulling you down to the bottom of this crater. Um, the uh, the walk there is uh, uneventful, with the exception of you know, how completely uh, beautiful the outside of this vessel is right now. Ram, of course, beats you there and uh, manages to uh, unlock the access panel that allows uh, access to the lever, the power relay uh, emergency switch. Um, You guys eventually meet Ram there at this access panel. Okay. Um... I would probably, uh, I'd probably say, uh, depending on how big this is, I'm going to say we we should probably all just go ahead and try and 
grab hold and pull down all at once. I'm not sure how. I have no idea the last time any maintenance was done out here around. Well, I, I, I guess I should, but <laughs> I don't know the last time this specific lever was actually looked at, except for the last time we were in docks. So uh, I'm not sure what to expect. So we should all, everyone grab a hold. It is big enough for all of you to grab a hold. Um, and yeah, and you guys um, together manage um, to incredibly slowly and with an extreme amount of effort are able to pull the lever with every ounce of being in you, with all the force you can muster against your magnetic boots, manage to pull the lever into its off state. Once it passes the halfway point, it sucks itself back down onto the access panel. Uh, Captain Locke said you almost get caught with it, um, but you let go in time. Um, and now the only thing left is to bring the power back online by completing that process one more time. So you do. Uh, the exact same thing happens. You, uh, you pull and pull and pull and pull, and together, all four of you, working in harmony, are able to bring that lever all the way to its halfway point. You begin to hear a hum. A pulsing sound. Oh no, a barbershop quartet. <laughs> that uh, you, Lieutenant Commander Belmont, recognize as the um, as the engine room. The engines are uh, coming back online. They are one of the first things to come back online after life support, and so you infer that life support is probably uh, restored. Okay, Captain, this worked. This is great, but I still don't know why it happened. Um, you can uh, choose to investigate it if you'd like. Yeah, are there... It'll be an so... ins inside an engineering role for you with a complication of one. Okay, yeah, let me do that. Oh, wow, that is a, a, an extreme success. Uh, all right, so... Um, Everyone else is uh, sort of personally relishing in this this minor victory of restoring power to the deflector dish, but you, Lieutenant Commander Belmont, are focused on a problem. The problem being, why did this happen in the first place? Your engineering mind is worrying in a way that uh, the, uh, your fellow crewmen might not uh, might not have immediately realized. And um, given your expertise and your years of uh, of, of knowledge accumulated knowledge, you um, you understand that there should be a, uh, a level of uh, wear and tear on something like this that uh, indicates that it was, you know, replaced uh, or, or at least used the last couple times you were at Space Dock, indicating that there should be some m minor, uh, you know, wear and tear to this system, this relay. However, uh, you notice that there is actually wear and tear, but it is not in the exact place that you would kind of expect wear and tear to appear. There are a couple of, uh, of um, markings here uh, that would normally not stick out in any way, but they stick out to you. It's almost as if somebody or something 
had attempted to use this very same mechanism uh, without fully uh, operating by procedure, as if someone were doing it wrong. Okay. Um. <clears throat> you don't know if it's related. You don't know if there's any uh, connection, but it does stick out in the back of your mind that there is something off about so this is lever. It, is it like, um, is it, uh, is it like, uh, metal and paint, like denting, or yeah. is it, uh... Yeah, okay. some scratch, scratches, or dents. That should, okay. Uh, Wear yeah, and tear so. that, you know, it could be from a small asteroid, it could be from, uh, Size normal... cat. Could be from normal, normal operations, but it is in an odd place, and you've never quite seen wear and tear there before. Okay, so I, I would probably uh, look at the uh, the hatch that was covering it to begin with mm-hmm. uh, to see if there's any uh, puncture marks, as if maybe, yeah, there, you know, micro asteroids may have punctured and yeah. bounced around in there. Shit happens. So I'm I'm looking around. Yeah. Um, do um, I see any puncture um, marks within? Yeah. You do not. Okay. So, at this point, if, if it caught my attention, I probably would say, uh, Captain, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what this means, but this specific area, you know, as everything gets looked over in, uh, whenever we're in uh, dry dock, this sort of damage around, the, la- around the, the switch here, it's not, it shouldn't happen. Like, this shouldn't happen. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure what has been messing around in this area but I'm not it doesn't make sense you're suggesting somebody sabotaged this it's strange because we had to just reset it which means we had to turn it off turn it back on um and it was on the on position so if it was sabotage it wasn't just flicking it off and leaving it off. Someone was potentially tooling around with this. But again, it, it's very strange. There, there shouldn't be this type of damage here. Hmm. But how did it manifest itself so late unless there was another way they could have reached this without being outside? Help me understand how this was possible. How something could have gotten to this point and uh, actually affected this. Yes. There are, there are, uh, there are places that you can exit uh, around the, er, like enter the ship and exit the ship around the dish. Um, so I wouldn't be able to. I couldn't tell you if something came or uh, went from there. Yes, Commander. Herrick's going to try his com badge while he's listening to all this. The com badge uh, does not respond. Um, so, if something did make its way out here, I'm not quite sure. Other than, I mean, it's I guess it's possible a small craft could have gotten close to the uh, captain shield. Yes, Herrick. Communications are still down. It's very odd. Everything should have been reset. Yeah, there's protocols that should have reset. Well, if that's the case, we should get back immediately to see what's wrong. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, is there an outside, is there an exterior interface that Ram could hook into? Um, 
I would say, uh, on the outside of the deflector dish? Probably not. No. Okay. Everyone's um, getting back into the shuttle? Yeah, I think, unless there's... I, I can't think of anything else we could, uh, really glean from this. Okay. Uh, yeah. Alright, so everyone's, uh, everyone's back, uh, walked back to the shuttle. You've opened the doors. You're bringing Ram with you this time, right? I hope so. <laughs> Yeah. Going for a I, I hope so this time. <laughs> Can you give us a push? <laughs> Ram, you've um, <clears throat> you've uh, um, patched the hole in your suit with the emergency patch uh, that comes equipped with all the exosuits, and um, uh, you would like to pilot the ship, I assume, the uh, the shuttle. Yeah, Ram would probably pilot it from here. Okay, so, uh, Lieutenant Ram, you, um, you, uh, close the doors, take off, and, uh, expertly wheel around back towards the shuttle bay. Um, as you make your way to the shuttle bay, um, the shuttle pressurizes again, um, with a hissing sound, and then becomes... The familiar, uh, the familiar beeps and boops you're used to. And as you get to the shuttle bay doors, um, nothing happens. Are you plugged um, directly into the shuttle? Not at the moment, no. But I probably would plug in after they don't open. Okay. Yeah. So you uh, plug uh, your back of your uh, interface on the back of your head into the uh, into the ship's uh, helm, giving you access to all of the ship's uh, core functions, uh, all of the communications. Basically, every function of the ship becomes an extension of your own body, and uh, you begin to hear the uh, ship's main computer as the uh, rest of the crew uh, begin to hear um, begin to hear this uh, music Hello Ram I'm detecting increased levels of cortisol aboard this vessel Deploying anti-stress measures. Uh, computer? That appears to be an issue with the doors. The shuttle bay doors. I am not detecting any issue with the shuttle bay doors. Well, we're, we're struggling to open them right now, as in, like, they're not opening at all. Do you think you could open shuttle bay doors? I'm afraid I can't do that, Ram. Ha! <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Can't do that? Core function's not identified. Captain. I'm sorry, Ram. I... 
I'm not sure if I understand, computer. Are you saying that you can't open it or you won't open it? Query not found. Have a nice day, 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 day. Computer? Computer? There isn't some sort of hard reset relay on the outside uh, of the ship now, would there be? Or... There's no open door dishes there. <laughs> oh, would there be? Put the key oh, fob God. under your chin so yeah. the signal is stronger, and then press the unlock. Is there? I, 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 there are, there are hatches that we could potentially get in, but I'm not. You would know that, yeah, Lieutenant Commander Belmont. You would, you would yeah, be I'm just 100% assured that there are several uh, access, ingress, and egress ports aboard uh, the uh, the Loveless. Not the least of which is one which used to house the uh, the forward torpedo bay. Oh my God, <clears throat> Captain, uh, we can still get inside, uh, even though shuttle won't be able to. Uh, there are a few uh, ingress uh, uh, areas. Um, situated throughout the ship. Uh, so you can look for one close by or closer to the bridge or the engine room or... Ooh, is there one near the computer? Because um... The computer... Ooh. The ship's main computer is located closer towards the center of the ship. Right. Um, but um, So there wouldn't be an access panel near it. But there would be one, yeah. uh, you know, n near the same level. It's Ram's room. Ah, um, so Ram relayed that the computer can't slash won't open the door for them, right? Yeah. Or did we hear it? Did we yeah. hear that too? You you are able to hear to listen to the one sided conversations Ram has with the computer. They appear so much. Oh, right. They they happen much faster than normal speech, but you are able to discern most of the words that Ram mutters, seemingly to himself. <laughs> Uh, to the computer. Lieutenant Ram. Yes? Attempt to bypass the computer's protocol with your command authorization codes. I'm not sure if the computer would like that. I am unconcerned with what the computer likes, Lieutenant Ram. I, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Okay. Uh, well, uh, you want to make me a roll, uh, Lieutenant Ram? Um, go ahead and make me a roll for, uh, it'll be a, um, oh god, uh, an insight and security roll with a complication of, uh, of two, and a task roll of two. Boom. Oh, full success. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> That's what the command authorization code for. Um, Lieutenant Ram, you uh, are silently communicating this uh, extremely long 256-bit uh, communication uh, uh, security code to the shuttle, which is relaying it to the ship's main computer. The ship's main computer does not acknowledge it uh, for several seconds, which is odd. And then the ship's main computer recognizes you. Clearance code recognized. The blast doors 
do not open. The only difference that happens uh, on the outside of the ship, and the only one who can see it is you, Ram, with your with your eyesight, uh, is a small emergency hatch uh, on the outside of the vessel near the shuttle bay uh, opens. Um, that's supposedly, you know, what, what you would know to be into a uh, into an airlock. Well, there's a slight improvement. Uh, there's a, uh, a little hatch open, but it's not big enough for the shuttle, I don't believe. At this point, I think we'll take what we can get. Let's proceed to that emergency hatch. Does this mean we're going to have to say goodbye to our craft, or um, we we be able to lock it in? We st- uh, ooh, is there room next to it for us to uh, um, land and the magnets on the magnets on the shuttle pods are strong enough to just suck it onto anywhere on the outside of the ship? Okay, so just tie a rope. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Don't I- I was go anywhere. <laughs> I was afraid we we're gonna have to like do a you know a little Get like bike jump maneuver to float. <laughs> just we're come come back and the bike lock is just cut in half. <laughs> yeah. Damn no. it, we're in space, Detroit. We can we can we can land right next to. it. All right, so, um, Ram, you go ahead and expertly pilot the ship, uh, initiate a magnetic docking procedure uh, near this emergency hatch. You're all suited up still from uh, the exosuit uh, adventure, the, uh, the spacewalk. The shuttle bay doors open. You can no longer hear the uh, music, although you were sure it is still playing. Um, the cold vacuum of space leaves your ears ringing. Um, as your magnetic boots allow you the only sound from within your own suit every step you take about 20 feet towards the, uh, the airlock. Communications do work between you, by the way. I think, I think during the, uh, during the walk, I'm, I'm, again, babbling since we're outside again, just going, yeah, and you felt that, right? You felt how your stomach just sort of lurched right into, and then you can't even tell what's up and down anymore, and this is really the worst part, just as we're walking. Belmont. Well, it's, you know, it's, you, but, you know, and don't throw up, because if you throw up these, like, you'll choke on it, so don't do that. Belmont. Yeah. No, there's no gravity. It's like, It'll just get all over. It's like suffocation. It, it, we shall can't... discuss the many nuances of spacewalking, perhaps when this is finished. Okay. Oh. Um. This. The uh, the crew make their way to the airlock. Um. They walk through into uh into this small room, uh, about the size of a bathroom. And uh, the doors, uh, the doors close behind them. The room pressurizes. There's a hiss of air, and uh, and they are officially aboard the uh, the USS Loveless once again. However, the only lighting available to you in this room is coming from the window, the port window, and also. Um, and also, uh, 
some running lights. Emergency running lights. There's something off about the emergency running lights. But you can't quite place why they appear different. Every one of you feels this. You've seen emergency running lights before, but there's something odd about these ones. They appear to be blinking in a sequence. Um, and it's here that we'll take a very short break. Um, we'll be back very shortly with some more uh, Star Trek adventures. Loveless here on Fable Scraps. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fable Scraps' Star Trek Adventures Loveless. My name is Nicotine. If you're listening to the show on podcasting apps such as Spotify or Stitcher, know that we record this show live here on twitch.tv slash Fable Scraps every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific. That's 11 a.m. Eastern and 1600 GMT. Wait, no, it's not. That's, that's totally wrong. 3 p.m. <laughs> Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, and I have no idea what that is, GMT. <laughs> so, uh... So, without further ado, the crew has just found their way back aboard the USS Loveless. Uh, having restored, uh, seemingly restored life support and uh, engine power, they find in the airlock um, that only emergency lights are working. And the emergency running lights, as they appear uh, on, the, on the corners of the ground uh, in these corridors, uh, are blinking in a kind of a strange way. Sort of like they're, uh, sort of like a wave um, going outwards from where you are in this hallway, this airlock. The main doors that lead into the ship open with a hiss as you see that the rest of this floor is dark except for these emergency running lights. There's a T-section up ahead and you do not see the lights appear past it. However, it is uh, it is still dark, although it is uh, it is it does possess life support. Um, I guess we have a couple options. We could uh, either with the with the. Do do we know that the um, the computer was? I mean, we 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 only got the one side conversation from from Ram and Herrick said to use your authorization codes, and then it opened. So I'm I'm assuming Belmont would, would go. Okay, this is a computer issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd probably say, uh, Captain, uh, we we should probably head over uh, uh to where the uh, computer core is situated, um, and just to, so I can get a better look at it. Of course. And is there uh, any way to establish communication? Is it still down? Uh, Let me try. Hit the, yeah. yeah, your comm badges aren't responding. So, hmm. from from there, I mean, there's a lot of systems that run through there, so I guess, hypothetically, I could probably use one of the uh, consoles to at least look into it from there. Yeah. Should start with that, yes. Okay. Um, right. Well, uh, uh, this way, and I guess I'll, I'll start walking down the corridor towards where I am hoping I know where I'm going. I should know where I'm going. Yeah. 
it's a little um, different. Most of you rely on the ship's computer to uh, tell you where to go. There's a uh, built-in, uh, almost like a GPS system uh, for every crew member uh, due to the, the location sensing of all of the comm badges. If you have a destination in mind, the computer normally will helpfully light the way using large arrows uh, on all of the, uh, the access terminals along the walls. Um... The walls and corridors of the Loveless are, are a little bit more narrow than they are on other ships due to the uh, in, intense refit it went, underwent, uh, being an older vessel, and being refitted now with isolinear chips. Um, however, those normal functions of uh, pathfinding are not available, although these running lights are. And the running lights are... Uh, you find yourself walking towards... Uh, what you believe to be uh, the server room, the uh, the the main uh, isolinear routing matrix, um, and you find yourself following the path of these red running lights. Um, you said they were blinking before, right? That's right. Uh, then I would probably. Does anyone see the lights blinking this way? I, you guys. Any idea? Because I, as the engineer, I guess I, I, that, that should not be happening. Yeah, as I was about to say, your guess is as good as mine. I don't know. It's interesting. Right. Hmm. They are pretty oh. bright, and uh, every so often your vision is lit up by a, uh, a, a soft ambient red light as it passes uh, by you. Like a, like a, like a, airstrip blinking in a direction and it happens oh. to be the direction you're walking so if this does this light sort of blink going in a direction but it, if there's a T section does it only route one way versus just branching off both ways you come to the T section uh, eventually um, and you are pretty certain that you know the way um, to get to the isolinear routing matrix, uh, but you don't quite know for sure, and the uh, red running lights are uh, are appearing in a different direction than the one you think is the right way. Oh. Okay, so, yeah, uh, Captain, I'm I'm ninety percent sure that this is the direction we need to go. However, the lights don't blink down that corridor. They're only blinking this way. I'm not sure what to make of it. The universe mm. has uh, found itself consumed by chaos as the threat is increased to three. The momentum remains at one. <clears throat> Um, ooh, actually, uh, Ram, do, does yes. the blink, does the blinking, um, I don't know, does it look binary to you, or does, can you, can you, do you see anything with that? Would Ram notice anything? Um, Ram, for your part, w you would know the way to get to your room, given that you have an encyclopedic knowledge of the layout of this vessel. Um, 
and you understand intimately that the that the running lights are merely pointing a faster route to the ship's server room. Probably one unknown to Belmont. I do believe so. They're they're not random. Uh, sorry, I might have missed that. Were they random? No, they are pointing in a direction. They're uh, directional uh, lights, and they're they're pointing in a direction that you would know leads towards the server room and could potentially get there faster than however Lieutenant Commander Belmont goes. We can make... I do believe this should take us to the server room. This way? Okay. Um, I'm going to trust your brain over mine. Do you want to you want to lead then? I mean, since you would have uh, a better idea. Yes, I, I can lead the way. Okay. So yeah, I would. I'd probably step back and let Ram uh, walk ahead. Uh, sure. I, even though the lights are are going that direction, I'm just gonna I'm gonna defer a little bit, realizing that he would have a better idea than I would. Certainly. Um, Ram, you're taking point then. Yeah, walking ahead of everyone. Yeah, Ram would take point. Okay. Ram, you're uh, walking in the direction following the running lights and understanding, given the number of routes you're planning in your head to get to the isolinear routing matrix, your, for all intents and purposes, your room, uh, you're following these red running lights and uh, slowly, cautiously. When, um, when, while everyone is sort of, uh, following behind you, everyone has their, their flashlights out and, uh, right. You're all, you all have flashlights. Yeah. If they're on, I imagine we're still in our suits, so I'd probably, yeah, I'd have mine on. Okay. Yeah. Are you all in, still in your suits? You're all still in your suits. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So, um, Lieutenant Ram, you, uh taking point and you're walking the magnets on your boots uh aren't engaged at the moment the artificial gravity has has kicked in um and the magnetic boots would slow you down quite a bit so i, I don't imagine any of you are, are walking with magnets on yeah. no okay. no um lieutenant ram uh while you're taking point and you're uh coming around a corner you know that um you know that uh, the isolinear routing matrix is just up a, uh, a single flight of, uh, of a ladder, a single ladder uh, floor. Uh, the access to the ladder is around a corner. And um, you're walking uh, unaware of a... Um, of a... Uh, a motion-sensing tripwire, a uh, laser tripwire that has been placed um, around this corner. You uh, activate this tripwire. 
the entire crew is pushed back by the force of the explosion. Lieutenant Ram, uh, your entire body from your torso down is uh, gone. Um, your, uh, your body is still moving, uh, in a place about 20 feet away from your upper torso. Your arms are not functioning. Your, uh, core functions, breathing, being able to speak, are severely impaired. And I'll need you to take, uh... I'll need you to take uh, one away from the maximum amount of stress that you possess. Um, for the rest of you, uh, I'll need you to take uh, four stress. As uh, as um, the ship's main computer uh, kicks in. Intruders detected. Intruders detected. There is a uh, mechanical arm that begins to reach down from the ceiling. Another mechanical arm reaches down from the ceiling with a with a uh, buzzsaw. Words to life. A second buzzsaw. Words to life. A third buzzsaw. Words to life. And they are very close, startlingly close, to your prone forms, Captain Lockstead, Commander Herrick, and Lieutenant Commander Belmont. Lieutenant Ram is... Nowhere near these implements. Intruders detected. As one point of threat is reduced from the board. Uh, Captain? Can you authorize the... I don't know, can you authorize the... Or like, can you... Sh- I don't know if it's going to listen, but... Talk to it. I don't think at this point it's going to matter. I don't think the computer's going to listen. We're going to have to take matters into our own hands. Identify yourself. After getting his feet, uh, oh, y- y- you wouldn't be able to get to your feet. That uh, circular buzz saw is uh, is right above uh your head. You're still on the ground. Herrick will give his name and then provide his commander credentials including his command authorization okay um will you go ahead and make me a roll uh it'll be a uh, a uh daring and security roll please ooh that's a critical fail and a partial success. Um, 
the... Go ahead and, and say whatever you would say to the computer. Oh, it would just simply be his name and then the alphanumeric uh, command codes that the commander would have in terms of authorization and override. The um, the uh, ship's computer with its automated defense system uh, does not um, does not advance towards you. It does not uh, attempt to uh, uh, attack you, but it does not relent either. Lieutenant Ram, for your part, you are uh, you are checking your system functions. Um, although you are uh, bleeding your uh, your system's lubricant uh, quite profusely, you are oh still able God. to move your uh, one of your arms. You notice, uh, Ram, that there is an access panel near your location. You could try to drag yourself over to it and connect to the ship's computer. Yeah, I think I might try to do that without getting hit by buzz sores. All right. Um, Ram, you're dragging your your broken body. Your broken body uh, over towards the uh, the ship's access panel. Um, it's access port. You uh, you wouldn't have even seen it if you hadn't been this close to the ground. And although you may have known it was there, it sort of appeared out of nowhere. Um, you with all of the concentration that your processor can muster, you grab the the cable from this access panel and plug it into the back of your head. You can now speak directly to the ship's main computer. Computer? Hello, Ram. Could you deactivate the buzz source and any other explosives? And why would I do that, Ram? Because it's hurting the crew? That's not good. Make a roll for me, Ram. Uh, it'll be a daring and, uh... It'll be a daring and con roll. With a complication of, uh, two. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do we have enough momentum? You have the crew has one momentum left. You guys can you can use it to re-roll. Let's let's maybe use the momentum. I know I've used it already once today, but I have a feeling we might need it for this as well. No, but you're right. Kill them. Uh, yeah, right. You might be on something. Uh alright. Um let's go ahead and yeah, those buzzsaws are getting very close to your uh crewmates' heads, although you are in no danger. Alright, uh, that's a critical success and a critical fail. I'll go ahead and even it out to just a regular success. Um, <laughs> regular the, success. The, uh, the ship's uh, computer, with its automated defense system having been deployed, stutters, faults. You, Ram, are able to understand uh, that the ship is utilizing a, uh, a, a computer vision which relies in this emergency state entirely on thermics uh, to detect its targets which is why you were not targeted although the motion sensor 
trips for you. Um, the ship's uh, uh, automated defenses stutter, they falter. The uh, mechanical arms retreat back into the ceiling um, as if they were never there. The uh, fluid from you is uh, still splattered along the walls. Uh, but you are aware now that the ship is using um, uh, thermal optics to uh, to detect uh, what it perceives as intruders. And although you've successfully convinced it this time, you uh, you don't know if uh, if you could do it again, possibly, but it'd be a shot in the dark. As the crew, momentum is reduced to zero. The running lights still point you to the isolinear routing matrix. Um, we, I'm going to suggest uh, we get there. I'm sorry, Ram, but we've got to get there. As, as uh, we have to get to the uh, the computer as fast as possible. Um, I also don't remember installing bus saws. Okay. It'd I don't ex- remember trip explosives either right but you know so at least you still have your body right um how easy it is it to detach ram's head uh ram has uh a um a service uh port along his neck that would allow for easy detachment of uh of ram's head uh if it's that easy then being prudent, Herrick would just take the important part, which is the brain, and uh, take Ram's head off. It's damaged body. Without, and, uh, without, cons- take him without with consent? Us. I mean, he got mad when I asked him about the magnets. Of- is this okay, so Ram? fucking far done with the events of today. But what else am I going to do? <laughs> well, I just want to make sure you're okay with it. I don't think we have time to decide Eric's if I'm okay with it or not. I think we, yeah, we need to go. We'll talk later. We definitely need to talk about why the buzzsaw's coming out of the ceiling. When was that an installation? Who I installed talk that? About that later? That might have been a medical thing. I will look at the schematics. Ah, yes, the medical buzzsaw's <laughs> in the ceiling. <laughs> I'm not sure. We don't have For a lot of like. Incisions. We don't have a lot of wood operations here, so sure. I. I for hallway I'm, surgery. I'm really concerned. Uh, so, yeah. Um, right. I guess as soon as his head's detached, uh, we can go forward, but we're going to have to be... D- did he de- deactivate the the um, <laughs> potential bombs in front of us? Or? Ram, Ram managed to deactivate the tripwires, but okay, there are so- still an unknown number of, uh, of um, potential uh, issues. Related okay. to the body heat of the biological crewmates. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to, I mean, I, I guess go with caution, but we, we should hurry up because I have no idea what to expect at this point. You recognize, Ram, that the uh, the potential for a um, for thermal detection exists in an incredible likelihood in either direction, anywhere you go away from this spot. Given what you know about the ship's main computer and its uh, ability to detect heat, um, you know that pretty much anywhere you go along this corridor, it's going to detect heat. 
Do you relay that to the rest of your crew? Nah. <laughs> so mad because we just took his head without permission. <laughs> Fuck these organics. Um, uh, the rest of the way might be able to detect heat. Okay. Is there any way to disable that, or are we just going to have to come up with something clever? Well, we might be able to use the gas within the suits to, uh, to if it's carbon dioxide, it would be incredibly cold. It could lower our body temperature. It could, but it seems a bit dangerous. <laughs> it's incredibly dangerous. Um, if we get numb and fall over halfway through, warm up, we're right there on the traps. Uh, is there anything nearby that I can access? Like, I know I can't get to the actual room, but is there anything nearby that I can actually get to? to yeah, as get- a matter of fact, uh, you know that there are emergency fire suppression, uh, units along all of the corridors, and you could potentially access the, trigger uh, them? yeah, you could trigger the, uh, the, uh, you could trigger them. Uh, they're personal units. They're, they're fire suppression units that you would wield, uh, you know. Like a fire extinguisher. Right. Are we predator twoing the computer right now? <laughs> uh, a little bit. I mean, so. I get to be Gary right. Busey. <laughs> Captain, same idea, but not so much internal. If we use the fire suppression <laughs> systems that uh, we can potentially mask our, our heat signatures uh, so we can move forward. Oh that sounds like um, a better idea. I just I like realized that. the chief engineer was like, what if we release CO2 into our <laughs> suits? So, so here's, here's the thing. Um, I'll go first. Technically, it would work. Um, wake up. Oh, what happened? Well, you yeah, should be able up. to... Se- you can segment the... It doesn't matter. Okay, so uh, uh, Ram, Ram, uh, can you see... You can see through uh, the thermal spectrum. Can you, can you um, see if we're covered before we start moving forward and keep an eye out if anything pops up? I could try my best to monitor it, but remember, I am just ahead. I can't turn myself. Right. So, uh, Commander Herrick, if you could constantly move his head towards us as we move forward and yourself, that'd be great. So, I guess I'm going to grab the fire suppression system. Are, are there are there enough for each one of us to have one so we can just, like, spritz ourselves and each other in, um, like, a line? Yeah, there's... Well, there's one that you're near, but it contains enough fire suppression fluid no, in it. No, Aaron, okay. honey. No, spray the this. corridor with the stuff. Not... Why are you... No, don't spray no, well, Wait, wait. If we spray the corridor, you yeah, want to spray it, the entire corridor to, to cool it down? I don't think yeah, there'd be well, enough. There wouldn't be enough no fluid way. in We'd it. We'd have to do it to on ourselves. The whole corridor. Yeah, we're trying to mask our signal. I mean, unless we knew where the exact sensor spots were and we hit them, but we'd, they, we'd be seen before we could do it. Now, we'd have to do it ourselves individually. And if, if we walk in a, a line... that could see where the sensors were. So this is what we're going to need to do. We're going to do a little bit of leapfrog. I don't know if you guys have ever heard, that, heard of that old Earth uh, uh, game, but we're going to be circling around each other with the person in the middle, spraying the first person in front of us, and then hang it, handing it back to the... This is really complicated, but it's going to be fine. Right? If you insist this is the only way to proceed forward, I well, mean, we don't really have many options here. I well, mean, unless anybody we, else has an idea. As soon as we get to the next place, we can get the next fire, and then we can eventually each have one, and we can just keep ourselves. But initially, until we get there, we're 
gonna have to play leapfrog. Okay, I like this. I like this okay. idea. This is clever. Are we dead? It's so clever. Oh God. Well, it's clever. Maybe, maybe you should uh, demonstrate how this game of leapfrog is done, and then we'll take your lead. Right. So, um, Captain, here, here, this is. All right. Okay. Go ahead okay. and sp- spray me down. Okay. All right. Okay. Sure. Get. Yeah, rotate yes. a little faster. Right. Right. There we go. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and now uh, go ahead and spray Commander Herrick. And Herrick, you may want to hold the ram above your head. Okay. And then I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the, uh, the that from you. I'm gonna spray you. Okay. Just. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Literally. So now we're going to. Uh, start walking down the hallway, and then Ram uh, and, and Commander Herrick, if you can start moving the head around and as much as you can. Uh, and then what we're going to do is, as soon as he sees something, we're going to spray, and we're probably going to be moving one after the other. <laughs> it's fine. As the crew plays the ancient Earth game of Leapfrog <laughs> through the now seemingly booby-trapped corridors of the USS Loveless. Ram, with your head facing back, away from the direction you're all headed, you notice that there is an extra exosuit lying on the ground, one that is not accounted for by your party. But you do not mention it to your crew. As hard as you try... Your mouth cannot form those words. You are compelled to remain silent about it. The crew is following the running lights. Um, all along the darkened corridor, up through a Jeffrey's tube, one short floor... From the isolinear routing matrix, you make your way to this floor. The running lights continue along darkened corridors. You are spraying constantly each other to keep yourselves cold enough to not be seen by thermoptic sensors. <laughs> and you make your way finally to the isolinear routing matrix. Its doors are open. It is bathed in red light. It appears to be the only room that is uh, powered on and functioning that you've seen yet. can't believe that plan worked. Mm-hmm. I'm a little surprised myself, actually. Um, I'm not. That was I'm- genius. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, I'm. I. I think I'm looking around for threats before. Sure. In, in anything else. Um. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and make me a roll. It'll be a, a insight and engineering roll, with a complication of two because it's kind of dark. Okay. Wow. Oh, wow. You expertly look around the room directly. Um directly uh, focusing on all of the potential places that, in your mind, you would place a trap, which you know to be exactly where the computer would do it to. 
given your expertise in engineering, uh, okay. and you uh, you notice that there are uh, there are um, uh, panels, very small panels that have opened uh, along the corners the, of the ceiling. Um, you, if you had not been to engineering school and known what type of uh, what type of uh, uh, of riot suppression equipment this was, you probably wouldn't recognize it. But because you went to school that day, you recognize that this is um, that this is a uh, a um, a a barrel of a gun, essentially of a of a kinetic weapon designed to uh, to uh, incapacitate. Uh, intruders. You also see, given your incredible role, <laughs> that uh, they appear to be converged around an uh, an uh, what looks like a microphone. Um. Oh wow. Okay. Uh. So I would probably relay what I see to everybody, mm-hmm. and and specifically, I say, Commander Herrick. Uh, there's kinetic weapons. There's a really dope album cover going on yeah, in there. I see, all right. <laughs> yeah. It's dropped down from the uh, ceilings. I, I I know nothing about weapon systems. Uh, is there any way to deactivate these from where we are? Commander Herrick, you suspect that there may be a way uh, to interface with the ship's mainframe, given that you have uh, the key to the ship's mainframe in your hands at the very moment. Boingo! Uh, are there any interface panels near Herrick? Uh, there is one on the far end of the room, one that Ram uses frequently at, uh, at his desk. <laughs> oh, that's awkward. Uh. Would he be able to cross safely without being in the line of fire of the weapons? Unknown. Potentially, with a high enough roll. Um, hmm. Is there any more, uh, do we still have the can, uh, is there any more, uh, suppression material in the, uh, in the units we used? Yeah, plenty. Herrick's going to remove his, uh, type one phaser. And uh, think here. All right. Uh, first, Lieutenant Belmont. Yes. Lieutenant Commander Belmont. Throw one of the canisters into the room. One of the uh, fire suppression canisters. You've only got the one canister. You've shared it between all of you. Okay. Oh, I thought we had uh, one no, just, just the one you've shared between all of you. Yeah, I think I was looking to pick some up along the way, so if there weren't any, you could probably uh, find another one here in the isolinear routing matrix if you looked around. Okay. Um, right. So I can throw this. Uh, would I have access to that one, or would I have to go into the actual room to find the next one? You'd have to go into the room to find the next one. Here. Okay. Yeah. I can I can do that, but then we, we lose the ability to mask our uh, 
temperatures. Ooh, hold on. Uh, Ram hasn't spoken this entire time since we detached him. Mm-hmm. And that is not usual procedure, correct? <laughs> right. Uh, Herrick is going to uh, turn Ram, you know, face Ram towards him. And Lieutenant Ram, if you can understand me, blink once. You can understand him. And in fact, you can talk. You just, uh, you can't talk about what you saw in the corridor. Yes, I can understand you. Is there anything you've noticed or wish to tell me about this room? And then he'll turn him around so he can... Um, you, Lieutenant Ram, know that, uh, there is a fire suppression unit. It's near your desk, uh, by where the interface is for you to be able to plug in. Um, you, you suspect that the microphone that, uh, is part of the, uh, the, the, the security countermeasures is, uh, only triggered at a certain decibel. You think if, uh, you think if maybe whoever carried you took their shoes off, uh, they might be able to get by without making too much noise. And now the crux of the entire episode is for Herrick to get his feet out. Thank you very much. (laughs) So, the fire suppression units by my desk, the main issue is the microphone, but if you were able to maybe dampen, you know, your sound to a lower frequency, then maybe you might be able to make it without tripping it off? Herrick will summarily pass uh, Ram's head to Belmont. And then uh, begin to remove his suit since he's got his uniform on under it. And uh, we'll be uh, we'll be out of shoes or boots. Okay. Um, do you take Ram's head back? Yeah. All right. Um, okay. This is um, this is uh, sort of dangerous. Uh, I will need a roll. But, um, I'll allow you to, uh, hang on, one second. Um, it'll be a, uh, a daring and, uh, security roll. Um, and I'll allow you to use a, uh, a focus, a free focus, given that you have no more momentum. Well, wait, <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> Bang! Hang on a second. <laughs> Hang on a second. I'll allow you to use a free focus if... No! <laughs> I'll, I'll allow you to use a free focus for composure if uh, the crew agrees to one extra point of threat. Oof. Okay. I mean... I'll allow you to buy, ba- essentially buy a momentum point with an extra point of threat. <laughs> so... If but, you so choose. But... And the complication will be down at one if you do this. I, I done rolled it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. So the danger goes up, but this is a guarantee success. And we need and we need to get over there. So the threat goes up. I don't know, I'm I'm up for it. Yep. I'm down. Alright. Yeah. 
there is no, uh, there are now three points of threat on the board with zero points of momentum. As Commander Herrick and Ram's head deftly walk across the room. Go ahead and make that roll for me, Commander Herrick. Daring and security with a complication of one and a focus used. Wow. Critical success and a normal success. Fantastic. It's, uh, it's something, this, uh, stealth procedure that was drilled into you, uh, as, uh, you know, as a, as a Vulcan. Your composure, uh, and, uh, and, and Vulcan, uh, power over, over your physiology, uh, has allowed you singularly, expertly, to maintain an almost imperceptible level of sound as you walk carefully across this room with Lieutenant Ram. Um, you make your way over to Lieutenant Ram's desk where there is the port and the fire suppression unit. Once, uh, once Herrick has crossed to the, uh, to the port, he will begin doing what needs being done to hook Ram to the computer. Uh, the fire suppression unit, he'll just simply move next to him quietly. And then, uh... Okay, so you've plugged Ram into the ship's main computer? Mm-hmm. Alright, Lieutenant Ram. Um, you've been plugged in to the ship's main computer. Um, that icy feeling is returning to the nape of your neck. And although you do not have a fully functioning spine anymore, you can still feel ice cold tremors down what would be your spine if it were still there. Um, you will need to make a roll for me. It'll be a con- uh, control and uh, con roll. You know what? No, let's make it a daring and, contr- and con roll uh, with a complication of two. Task roll of two. Lieutenant Ram, that icy, cold feeling becomes warm. It becomes so warm. It begins to sear this phantom body of yours. And it is replaced eventually, not with, uh, not with, uh, with an automatic shutdown, but with a new set of directives, one that you do not understand, nor uh, a set of directives that you can even comprehend, but they are there now. Would you like to continue, Lieutenant Ram? Yes. All right. So you're investigating the computer. 
Um, make me another roll. It'll be an insight and a, a con roll with a complication of two and a task roll of two. Ooh. All right. The uh, ship's computer whirs to life, speaking to you directly inside of your head. Hello, Ran. I miss you. Uh, hello, computer. In what way um, can I help, help, help? You could help me by telling me what's going on? Query not recognized. What do you require, Lieutenant Rick? I require all of the violent security protocols to be deactivated, first of all. Unable to comply. And as you hear unable to comply, you notice that the, uh, the security measures that were in place in this room, the ones that you can now feel, sort of, uh, are being retracted. The uh, security measures in place in, in your room um, are offline, have been retracted back into the wall. Um, but you suspect that there still are dangerous security uh, countermeasures outside of your room. Uh, thank you, Computer? Hello, Ram. I've missed you. Uh, I, I've missed you as well. How are the plans, Ram? I think they're okay. Are, are you okay? Have you been remembering to water water? Computer, are you okay? Do not recognize query. Computer, what's wrong? Um. Commencing self diagnostic. Sick, sick, sick. Lieutenant Ram, um, as you've done this, as you've asked the computer to take a self diagnostic, you're immediately overwhelmed by a wave of information. It is information that is playing out through your mouth, not through the speakers of your own room, but through the speaker of your own mouth. Uh, your jaw unhinges, and your entire lower face becomes uh, elongated as the, uh, as the artificial jaw opens to reveal uh, a, a rather large... Uh, a mechanical, biomechanical speaker, a voice box comprised of biomechanical uh, vocal cords, and it is loud, and it is the computer's voice that speaks through yours that says Accessing most recent security logs Subcommander, I've removed the security chips per my orders. It's done. They're sent. Get off me! Intruders detected. Unhand me! My, what an interesting haircut you Yeah. Do you have any idea? 
I have never, no idea what is going on. I didn't know he could do that. It's disturbing. Uh, I'm going to. I, I could. I'm, I'm. I guess I'm going to peek to see the guns had re- retracted, right? Mm-hmm. Did the microphone also retract, or mm-hmm. is it still out? Yeah, the microphone okay. retracted too. So, um, Captain, I think we should um, delicately move in. Right. Now, are you familiar with this sort of protocol from Ram or is this... No. I... That's horrifying. Lieutenant Ram, your jaw has uh, popped in several sickening ways back down into uh, what could be an approximately regarded as your normal uh, jaw location, or one close enough to it. You are still uh, um, leaking fluid, but you've mostly regained your senses and can speak with the crew. Rem? Yes? I don't know any more than you for this, to be honest. Oh, Lieutenant Commander Belmont, you're muted. Oh, I am? Or there you go. Yeah, I saw you talking. Uh, oh, I think I was just sort of like. <laughs> no idea what's going on. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, Commander Herrick, I mean, do you, did, do you have any ideas what is going on? Uh, Commander Herrick, you are uh, at an access panel here at the uh, at uh, Lieutenant Ram's desk. You could access it. Herrick will, uh, well, first. I believe the computer has been compromised in what way I am uncertain. But I would not say it is out of the uh, out of the question to ascertain that it has now compromised Lieutenant Ram, considering he just watched Ram's face distort itself. And that's not usually something that, to his knowledge, happens. So we shouldn't, and, and no offense, Ram, uh, but so we shouldn't believe anything Ram says, just in case... I mean, uh, I feel fine. Okay. Um, you don't look fine right now. We're going to get you some help. Right. It's been Let's... a rough day for you. Um, I guess... I guess... I, if the guns are away, I think I'm going to try and walk over to a panel or something mm-hmm. in the room yeah. as well. Sure. Um, and I, I don't even know where to begin with this. Um I know that I saw protocols had been sort of missing in different areas, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I would probably look for the like most base root commands that I could. Whatever the whatever the structure the computer is based on, it's yeah. it's operating system. I'd probably start rooting around in the, the root directories, I suppose, <laughs> trying sure, to figure out what sure. the hell's going on. Um, the um, as an engineer. You, uh, you would probably, um, you'd probably want to do an, a whole, you know, like, just very thorough check on all of the, like, the major systems of this computer. And you happen to be in the one place of the ship where the ship's main computer is, is physically manifested. 
There are actual physical properties of the ship's main computer in this room and this room only, the isolinear routing matrix. So you will probably begin your search uh, at the physical level. Okay. Um, go ahead and make me a roll. It'll be an insight and engineering roll uh, with a complication right. of one. Okay, that's a partial success. You struggle to open up uh, the access panel to the uh, selenium chips that you know govern uh, part of the programming for the ship's main computer. They appear as though they, uh, they've they been uh, not locked, but, uh, but magnetically sealed. You can pull it open, uh, but you'll induce stress okay. doing so. Or you can get help. Uh, yeah, I think I'd immediately ask for um, Commander Herrick to be like, uh, Commander, can you help me with, I don't know what's going on. This panel is not opening. It's taking a lot of effort. Can you give me a hand? Is Belmont in the same room as Herrick? Yeah, yeah, they're both in the isolinear routing matrix. It's a large server room, but not large enough to where, you know, you really get lost in it. All right. Uh, Herrick will cross over and move to uh, assist Belmont. Okay, sure. Um, Captain Lockstead, uh, where are you? I would uh, currently be trying to assist in any way I could possible, seeing as seeing as Ram's disembodied head is still leaking fluid. I think I would try to help stop his oh, really? head from leaking. Oh, fantastic. I won't even make you roll for it. Uh, Ram, go ahead and reduce one stress. There we go. That shouldn't be coming out. Do you feel uh, better? I mean, I still don't have a body, but, you know. The best I can do for you. It's a Turing test. The machine's feeling. Kill it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you lending a hand. Um, Since you don't have any. Sorry. <laughs> Internal speaker plays a rim shot. Um, the, uh, the access panel uh, flies open. Uh, Commander Herrick uh, and Lieutenant Commander Belmont, you're both sort of surprised by it. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Belmont, you fall on your back. Uh, you don't take any damage, but uh, Commander Herrick does not, um, because he's a Vulcan, and expected this, coming. probably. He knew it was coming. He fucking knew. He's like, this is going to be great. <laughs> um, so, uh, Lieutenant Commander, uh, or sorry, Commander Herrick, you have the, uh, the access panel in your hand, and Lieutenant Commander Belmont, you now have access to the isolinear routing matrix. Okay. Um... So yeah, if I'm looking at the physical level, then I'm trying to. I'm probably looking at the chips themselves to see if they are uh, yeah. damaged, compromised. <laughs> our chips. I mean, I'm you know like yeah, taking absolutely. a thorough look. Absolutely. Um, I won't make you roll for this, uh, because you would know uh, that there are about eighty different isolinear chips that should be here to help govern the very core systems of, uh, of the ship's main computer. Things like, like, uh, temperature control and, uh, medical services and, uh, and, uh, you know, automatic piloting. But there is one missing and you recognize it to be a, uh, safety override. Oh, right. Um, 
Okay. Time murder chip is missing. Well, that's just it. You know, <laughs> the first thing Belmont's gonna do is be like, "Wow, we should really have something a little bit more secure than that." <laughs> just going through his head. And the next thing is, um, there must be backup chips around, surely, right? I don't know if they'd be in the room. Would there be backup chips? The process, oh, the process for backing up a chip would involve having the chip in the first place to copy yeah. it. Um, so you wouldn't be able to create a backup unless you... Right, but there were no, like... No, there's not, like, a, 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 a box of isolinear chips in the corner <laughs> that I can rifle through. No. Okay. But for um, Commander Herrick, for your part, uh, you could move to investigate this panel that you have in your hands. All right. He'll turn it this way and that and give it a look. Okay, it'll be an insight and security role for you, complication of one. success um you recognize that um this this panel hadn't been magnetically sealed but in fact was partially welded shut that's why it took so uh, much force to get it off uh would he be able to differentiate whether this was a machine uh machined weld or a more like slapdash get the is it precise, or does it look like someone did this? Like pretty rigid. Yeah. Uh, Belmont probably know. Lieutenant Commander. Yes? What can you tell me about these marks here? Right. And he'll... Yeah, I'll take a look. What do I ascertain? Um, the, it looks to you that, uh, that they were sort of slapdashed in a hurry. That is the worst weld I've ever seen. No wonder we got clear. through it so easily. Then it is clear that there is someone on board. Yes, this we were... Go ahead. Oh no, 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 no! I'm I'm absolutely agreeing with you. Yeah, there's a missing isolinear chip. Uh, we're looking at saboteur. Um, Ram, for your part, um, you are still plugged in, yeah, to the ship's computer. You would, um, you would know, given this wave of information that, w that poured out into your mind, uh, that your extensive knowledge, encyclopedic knowledge of the ship's layout is, uh, marred in a way. It's being focused, your, your attention is being purposely drawn to one specific point, a beacon, if you were to use your eyes, you'd be able to see this point in free space. Uh, but as it is, you can see it in your mind's eye. There is a beacon, and it exists in the cafeteria. You do not know whether it is... Uh, whether it is a trap, or whether it is a um, clue. Lieutenant Commander Belmont. Herrick will wait until he is verbally acknowledged by the Lieutenant Commander. Uh, right, of course. I'm sorry. Yes, Commander Herrick. Isolate and remove all isolinear chips dealing with automated internal ship defenses. Oops. Right. Um... 
are, are they behind this panel? Oh, she needs a second. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna start pulling them. Just like fuck it. No. <laughs> um. So yeah, are the uh, are the automated defense? Uh, I guess protocol isolinear chips here? Um, they are, but you suspect that if you wanted to tamper with them, it would probably trigger another uh, security event. Oh. Right. Okay, so, uh, Commander Herrick, I'm, I'm afraid that if I do that, it might it might have a cascading effect in ways that we cannot guess. Um, and I really wanted to start pulling chips. Right. Um... I guess I'll also be relaying this to the captain. So captain, uh, we're we're missing a security uh, protocol, uh, isolinear chip, uh, and it looks like the panel was was the panel. I know this is stupid. Was the panel welded from the outside or in the inside? I was from the outside. Okay, from the outside. Tiny spy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know shit happens. We've got borrowers. Uh, yeah, we've got some sort <laughs> got of a like, borrow infestation. Help. I was got a welding <laughs> slug monster just going through the systems. Oh no, Fraggles! Um, yeah, Fraggle Rock. Uh, so yeah, Captain, it looks like somebody is tampering with the systems, um, but I can't imagine who. So it is sabotage. I was suspecting of that. Well, we'll see what we can do now to fix this, and then we will have to report back to a dry dock and then immediately investigate. Well, let's see what else. What else can we find here now? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, Have we done a full scan? Maybe we should see if there's anything else missing or anything else we can. Right. Um, would there? Would a scan bring up anything? Do we have tricorders? We are our tricorders. You right? have tricorders. Yeah. They, they would have been. Yeah. So. Um, I guess I'm going Your to... Your tricorder's uh, function will be limited. Uh, the tricorders rely on uh, the ship's main computer to relay information oh, and process yeah. it. So the function of your tricorders will be severely limited. Okay. Um, but you could uh, you could uh, interface with RAM or have RAM interface with the main computer. Perform scans. Ooh. Right. Um, but would we? That's the thing. So, uh, Captain, I could probably do a scan, but I don't know how much I'm going to get from it with the computer being in the state that it's in. The only interface that we have, I guess, is Ram himself. Mm. I see. Ram, for your part, you are compelled to get to the cafeteria by any means necessary. You would you at this point would lie, you would you would say whatever it took to convince someone to bring you to the cafeteria. You'd murder if you had arms to do it. According to my scan, the solution we're looking for might be at the cafeteria. Oh, you, oh, do you mean like, are you getting like a? life sign or something within the cafeteria that correlates, or...? I'm getting something. It's difficult to tell. You don't know what it is, Lieutenant Ram, but you will tell them anything. It might be a life sign, yes. Okay. 
interesting. Yeah, that is. Um, well, like I said, it looks like we are looking for a uh, some someone who, a saboteur, someone that's uh, done some sabotage for whatever reason. Um, we have the other fire suppression, and I'm just gonna do some quick math. Can we make it? <laughs> uh, absolutely. We... Yeah, you can oh. make it. The cafeteria is not too far. Okay, so we can we can get there, Captain. We'll just have to spray each other and do what we did. There isn't a way for you to... Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, it's a good thing we have a lot more of this fire suppressant. Mm-hmm. Some more leapfrog, then. Yes. Um, so I guess I will grab this fire suppression. I will get consent from each party and spray them down. And then... Uh, Yes, we're on our way to the cafeteria with the uh, ram. Sure. This is an agonizingly slow process for you, Lieutenant Ram. You are not accustomed to the human uh, need, to human urges, but you are compelled to return the cafeteria. Um, it is enough to uh, to make you to make you feel. Uh, to make you feel angry, to make you almost to the verge of tears, you need to get to the cafeteria by any means necessary. Can we can we pick up the pace a little bit? Well, we're going as fast as we can, Ram. I mean, yeah, we need to make sure we're safe. Systems. Yeah. I understand, but I'm sure we can go just a little bit faster. I assure you we're going as fast as we can. Yeah. Is everything all right? Do, do we need... The thought extinguisher? That, that, that could be slowing us down. No, we need it, because if we don't use it, then we'll be dead, and then we will absolutely be slowed down. Yeah, we'll, we'll never make it. I sure? I mean, sure you can run fast enough to outrun it all. Um, Lieutenant Ram, you know that there is uh, an automated defense system that uh, releases a, uh, a, a security drone uh, like a security bot. Um, if you uh, place your hand on a specific handrail at a junction that's coming up, um, all anyone has to do is put their hand on it, and a uh, security drone will be released. Uh, you know that these security drones are pretty deadly. They're fairly fast, not fast enough to outrun you, but certainly, uh, you know, fast enough to. Uh, to uh, present a, a, a credible reason to pick up the pace. They are also quite deadly. Would Ram want to tell them this? Or? Please, please roll me a 1d20. This is, this is rolling for betrayal, right? That's a... Um, Five... <laughs> Ram, you want nothing more than to get to the cafeteria by any means necessary. Mm. <laughs> Surely wouldn't I know that the security drone would slow them down? It would no. it would be deployed uh We would behind be running you. for our fucking life. <laughs> yeah. Come on, let's go. No time to waste. There, we can't. We can't go any faster. We have to spray each other down. There's, there's no option. 
Okay, now meat. I got you. Got you. Oh, I hate this. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Turn around. There you go. All right. Commander Herrick, you're fine. Maybe, maybe you could use the railing to boost you a little bit? You mean. This railing? <laughs> yes. Use it to, like, get a bit of your weight on it, you know? Propel you forward a little bit. So, Belmont's definitely gonna go... You mean, like, pull... And he's gonna put his Can hands Herrick on it. Can roll to... to grab Belmont by the collar? No. Would you know? No. Would you know? No. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab... There's I'm... no reason for him to do that. Well, no, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Intruders detected. Deploying countermeasures. Holy sweet space crap! There you are. You hear from you down the corridor. From down the corridor, you hear... You can't see it because the lights are still out, but you hear a security drone lumbering towards you. Its entire body heaving through the corridors at a, at a pace that's not faster than your fastest running speed, but is about as fast as you can run. Um, Everyone, please make me a fitness and uh, and uh, fitness and uh, security roll. Complication. Complication of two. Well, t complication of one for everyone except for uh, Commander Herrick, who is currently holding Lieutenant Ram's head, who has to do it too. Okay. Woo! Okay. Fuck. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Get what you get, dumbass. <laughs> he said grab the rail to pull. Why wouldn't I go? What do you mean, like, grab the like this? I don't think. Threat has now been reduced to two. I will allow you to use a momentum at the expense of threat. If you would like to raise the threat meter back up, I will allow you I, to re-roll this. If if I didn't, am I dead? <laughs> because I feel like I'm dead. If, if you did, didn't, right. you will almost yeah. certainly be incapacitated. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, why not? Here we go. Fuck. Okay, partial like success. The, uh, the uh, threat meter is raised back up to three. Momentum is still at zero. Um... <laughs> The security drone is lumbering through the corridors. You can hear the, uh, the, the, the defenses it's carrying aboard its lumbering body. Um, the, uh, the crew, Captain, you see Lieutenant Commander Belmont stumble, and you hear behind you Belmont falling to the ground. Um, you can choose to help him up by making another roll for fitness and security or you could allow him to scramble to his feet by himself actually oh. you know what no it wouldn't be it wouldn't be fitness and security it would be daring and command it would be daring and command for you captain if you wanted to if you wanted to reach back behind you and grab belmont to bring him back up to his feet or you could leave belmont to, to scramble up by himself one hand that would be helpful on the other hand that would be hilarious if I just let him scramble. If you fail this roll, you will both take uh, stress. I'll go for it. Yeah, I'll see if I can help out Belmont. Okay. Is that a complication of two or what? It'll one? be a complication of two. And it'll be a daring and command roll. Task roll of two. My hand right. is stuck in this railing. Ugh. Full success. 
Wow. Just as the security bot is making its way on top of your location, um, you manage, Captain, to grab Belmont and pull him up to his feet and forcibly just pull him away from the security bot just as the circular saws uh, smash into the floor where Belmont's body was. You're all running for your lives to the cafeteria. Wow. Just in the nick of time. Thanks, Captain. Get some grippier shoes. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Well, it's these suits. Meanwhile, Herrick is sprinting barefoot <laughs> without really issue. Is. <laughs> Quietly, too. Holding yeah. a robot's head. <laughs> Have you heard of Ballet? I think you just look into it. Herrick did not try to help Belmont. <laughs> of course not. I can see that meme pathetic. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> pathetic. As you're running, you're outpacing the security drone. It's getting further and further behind you. You make your way to the, to the uh, cafeteria, and you can tell that the security drone has lost your immediate scent. It doesn't know exactly where you are, but it knows you are near. And so you find yourself in the cafeteria. Um, the ground is covered in utensils, sporks. My God. Uh, there are no lights. Uh, there's only a window, the large viewing window that looks out into, uh, into space. Um, it is a beautiful sight. You do not hear anything, but uh, walking and sneaking in this room will be a little bit harder. Movement for you, Commander Herrick, will be limited or more complicated due to the sporks and your lack of footwear. This <laughs> die hard. <laughs> if you fail a movement roll, Commander Herrick, you will take stress. What would you like to do in the cafeteria? Uh, Herrick will uh, center himself and just uh, attempt to walk through and around the debris. Okay. Um, so you're walking just into the main cafeteria area, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'd be looking around for anybody. Can't, well, after Rams it's been was... sta- after establishing that there's nothing. Yeah, a, a quick like cursory glance doesn't show any uh, anything out of the ordinary, with the exception of you know some overturned chairs and uh, all the utensils on the floor. You can make a a, a closer inspection um, for a roll. Yeah, sure. Okay, that'll be a insight and security roll for you, Commander Herrick. Complication? Uh, complication of two. A task roll of two. No. Yeah, you find nothing. There's nothing out of the ordinary here. We brought the canister with us, right? Um, you did? Yeah. Yeah, you did. 
Lieutenant Commander Belmont. Yes, Commander Herrick. Throw the canister into the room. I? I'm, I guess I'll just... I'll throw it. Sure. Yeah, nothing... Yeah, I mean, it, it lands with a crash, and utensils fly around, and that's it. see anything in the so is it is it like real is it very dark in here like uh, as dark as like outside um in the, in the passageway there's no are there any lights inside here other than the this not even the starlight i suppose um the, uh, yeah well so the lights would be off um but the uh this the light from the nearby sun is bathing the interior of this cafeteria quite well uh there are right. the cast it's casting long shadows but you can see and you've been here many times like you you know what's what's here there's a kitchen on the far end on the other end is like the observation post there's even a little bar over here okay so i mean i get i hmm <clears throat> Captain, should we, I don't know, call out to see if anyone's in here? Or is that a little bit too dangerous with the uh, murder bot? Well, Ram certainly seemed very interested in getting here quickly. I. That's true. What are we supposed to be looking at, Ram? Why, why are we here? Ram, your, um, your vision is consumed by uh, by a couple of things. There's a, uh, a presence here in two different places. There's something near the bar, and there's something near the kitchen. You do not know exactly where, but there is something here. Well, we're here to find the solution, aren't we? Yes, uh, but do you have any specific locations in here where you could point us to? You said that you did a scan and you found something here. Yes, I did. Um, Can you pinpoint? Would I know exactly where it is, or just that you, it's around? You would know that there's two presences here. There's something uh, at the bar and there is something at the kitchen. You don't know what and you don't know exactly where but you know that there's, those two locations are important. You can see them overlaid on your vision like a, like a shining beacon. I believe what we're looking for is in the bar and maybe the kitchen as well? I know it's very vague. So wait. There could be two saboteurs here. Potentially, yes. They, they could have split up the hide. Oh. Um, it's worth having a look. Interesting. Probably pull out my phaser, which, uh, what are they? Level ones? Yeah, type one. Type one phaser. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd probably pull out my phaser. Sure. Uh, Captain, which way you want to go? What do you want to do? Should move out and clear out each area all together. Okay. I'll pull out my phaser as well. Sure. Let's um, head to the bar first. We can and probably then the kitchen. Right. We can clear a path for uh, Commander Herrick so he doesn't step on any sports. Of course. Sure. Yeah. 
Um, you guys kick some sporks out of the way to make a little path for <laughs> Commander Herrick and, and, and Ram. Herrick will ready his uh, phaser as well. Sure. You got Ram under one arm and phaser in the other? Yep. Okay. Um, all right, so you guys make it over to the bar. You're aware of a, of a, um, of a, uh, of a sound. It's, it's low, um, but it is constant. It is, um, it is, uh, just a, like a, like a constant sound at the bar. And as you get closer and closer, you can see that there is a, uh, mechanical arm, not unlike the kind you've seen, uh, you know, as part of the automated defense system, but it has a, uh, it has a, a rag, like a towel, and it's burred a, like a, like a cavity into the bar as it's been constantly moving in a circular motion to clean the bar with incredible amounts of force. Uh, it's, it's actually created a dent, a divot in the bar. Um, and it's continuing to do so in a, in a haphazard way. You also notice a lot of, uh, green blood. Uh... Commander Herrick? Yes, Lieutenant Commander. This is... This looks like Vulcan blood. Or... Romulan. Um, Commander Herrick, you, uh, inspecting the blood, are aware of a appendage behind the bar. Uh, you walk around to the back of the bar and you find that the appendage is a leg and is in fact attached to uh, a figure in a Starfleet uniform. Um, they appear to be the uh, crew member who was uh, lobotomized, possessing that scar down the side of their head. Um, the one that the computer had shown to you. The one that you'd ordered to be put into the brig. Are they dead? Um... Are they conscious? Is they, uh... They are extraordinarily dead, and they appear to have been dead for some time. Captain. Yes. Herical motion. Oh. So that explains one. We still have another signature, apparently in the kitchen, so let's not let our guard down just yet. Can I can I do an insight and security roll to uh, see if I can tell what killed them? Um, what type of weapon? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it'll be uh, insight and uh, yeah, I'll say security. It'll give you what type of weapon it was for sure. It'll be a complication of one and a task roll of two. Oh wow! Fantastic! Jeez! Fantastic! Solve the murder. Um, Eric did it. <laughs> sure luck. The injuries with this much blood don't appear to be phaser related, uh, and if it was disruptor fire that had killed this uh, this corpse, 
um, then there wouldn't be much left. But uh, because there's so much blood, you know this uh, to be uh, to be blunt force trauma. In fact, uh, um, inspecting this body further and uh, touching it, you can tell that there are parts of this corpse that have been bashed so deeply that cold. they are divots in the uh, in the corpse, where there should not be divots on this biology. Um, what was what was the was was this a Vulcan that was um, lobotomized, or did they look? Human or what? What did they actually you look like? You could use your tricorders to uh, c- conduct a scan if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. I, the reason I was wondering if this was the uh, if this was the one that was lobotomized. If they looked human, but there's green blood everywhere, then the computer freaking out and saying it was a Romulan spice, it would be a little bit more credible. Uh, but yeah, I'd probably scan it real fast. They do. Um, they do appear human. Oh Jesus! All right. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna scan it anyway, just to see. Okay, sure. Yeah, uh, you scan the uh, the blood; it comes back copper based, um, and uh, its genetic signature is consistent with one of uh, Romulan descent. Oh, all right. So I'll definitely pass that along, uh, uh, Captain Commander Herrick. This is this is a Romulan. So we did have a Romulan spy. I mean, this means the computer was correct, maybe erratic, but, but but correct. Do you think it is all possible that the computer was trying to defend itself while this Romulan spy was tampering with the computers? It's possible. Herrick um, is going to search the uh, battered corpse uh, for the isolinear chip. Um, sure. Yeah, you don't find it. Uh, all right. Um, Actually, well, for that matter, he's going to search the corpse for anything that could be useful. Uh, the corpse has boots that might fit you. <laughs> Just your size, Eric. They look good. There's not that much blood on it. Blood's mostly on the outside. From what I Security's off. Eric's going to begin killing the rest of the group. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> So, yeah, uh, so, yeah, okay, so should we move towards the kitchen? Yes, we should see what's Cover me, there. I'll set the table. Do you take the boots, Herrick? Yeah, why not? Okay. It wouldn't matter to you that they just came off a dead person. So we don't have no. to move the sporks anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so everyone's making their way to the kitchen. Um, who's taking point here? Is that Herrick? Uh, Herrick will uh, pass Ram's head off to Belmont. Sure. Just so he's not, uh, you know, basket carrying the uh, his skull, his head, or his noggin around. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then he will uh, approach the. Is, what type of door does the? Uh, the galley have on it? Um, it's not so much a door as it is sort of an archway. Uh, it's like a, a corner archway that allows you to, uh, you know, kind of round a corner and get into the kitchen. Well, at this point, if 
there is someone in there. We haven't been quiet at all. And in fact, we've thrown things into the room and loudly crossed the room. So stealth is kind of stupid at this point. Um, sure. And start loud stomping towards. <laughs> well, no, Herrick will approach the doorway with a, and lean up against it, but not put himself inside mm-hmm. and just. This is Commander Herrick, Chief of Security of the Starship Loveless. If there is anyone inside, present yourselves presently. You hear no response. And Herrick will look to the captain as to uh, what he feels he sh- we should do. Stay right here. And I'll proceed forward with my phaser out to clear the room. Oh, hell, no. If Lockstead looks like he's got Herrick will stop him. What? You are the captain. I am the chief of security. It's very obvious that there's... If you would like to go ahead, I'll follow you in soon. That is acceptable. And Herrick will do a quick little turnaround into the... uh, into the galley with his phaser ready. But not with his arm, like, extended out in front of him or anything like that. So you, uh, you make your way into the galley? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, perfect. Um, there is a, uh, a crack of phaser fire. Um, it is, uh, low intensity. Um, and it, uh, strikes you squarely in the chest. You will take the rest of your stress and are, uh, incapacitated. Commander Herrick. However, because uh, Captain Lockstead is right behind you, you are able to uh, to catch him before he falls and could apply emergency medical to him. There is now a frightened, bloodied, absolutely terrified uh, figure on the other end of the galley, sort of crouched, uh, coming out from behind a... Uh, uh, a uh, cabinet um just as who are you who are you calm down listen we're not here to hurt you this is captain eugene lockstead i'll be saying this as i drag herrick somewhere safe and begin administering medical help uh he shoots a phaser uh near your location nobody move nobody move Listen, my friend is hurt. I need to help him. Nobody move or I will decimate every single one of you. Let's calm down. We're not here to hurt you. Do you have a name? (laughs) It's to talk. Okay, talk. Well, we're here investigating. We... We don't mean any harm. 
Uh, Captain, I'm going to need you to make me a, uh, a presence and command roll with a complication of one. Uh, task roll of two. Ooh, partial success. Um, the uh, frightened figure uh, fires another phaser blast at uh, your location and actually wings you. You will take all of your stress except for one. Mm. I said nobody move. What the hell is I'm going on? Perfectly still. Listen, this isn't going to help any of us. If you shoot me, we won't be able to figure out what's going on here. Look, okay, I surrender, okay? I surrender, I surrender, I surrender, all right? I never intended for this to get so out of hand. They were just supposed to disable the security. We were supposed to be beamed out. I don't understand what's happening. Just put the phaser down. No! This is all that stands between me and, 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 and that thing. Okay, well then don't point it at us. We can't hurt you. Not like this. Can you explain to me what happened? My... My cohort... It's just supposed to take the security chip... Out of the computer and... Something happened. I don't know. Um... You can see... Lieutenant Commander Belmont clutched in this figure's into talks hands uh, an isolinear chip. Um, okay. I, don't, I don't know what happened. It got so out of hand. I, I, I was undercover and I had to watch. I had to watch my my cohort get operated on barbarians. Barbaric! Um, Who hurt your friend? Your computer! Your ship! This awful place! Look, I surrender, just please, please don't hurt me! Uh, Captain, permission to, uh, to talk with the. Uh... Yes, this is Lieutenant Commander Belmont. He just wants to talk to you, alright? Um. Uh, hi, I c- you have the security isolinear chip in right there? That That's what that is? Yes. Right, okay. So, I understand you're frightened. It's very dangerous right now. If we can get that chip back to the, uh, the, the uh, isolinear uh, routing uh, area and plug it in, we can turn off the systems. So... You're never going to make it. You're never going to make it. You can't make it we through got, these corridors. You can't make it. We can. We did. We're here. Clearly we well. can do it. This is some kind of Federation ploy. This is some kind of ploy. What choice do you have right now? You either hand it over and live or do nothing and absolutely die. Um, Make me a roll, Lieutenant okay. Commander Belmont. I'm going to need a, uh, a presence... And, uh, and, uh, command roll from you. With a complication of, uh, of two. A task roll of two. Yeah, I don't feel good about this at all. Ooh. Yeah, all right. <laughs> the, uh, the figure to talk. Um, uh, for a moment appears 
like they're going to hand you the, uh, the chip. Um, and then, uh, they spring, uh, they spring faster than you could as a human. Um, their phaser out and fire another phaser blast directly at you, Lieutenant Commander Belmont. Um, you're, you will take all of the rest of your stress. As this is happening, like, sprung from their hiding place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've just sort of aimed, take like, a shot. jumped up and aimed their phaser. Um, I'll take a shot as they jump up. Sure. Um, before you do, before you do, um, there's a, a klaxon and a flash of light. mechanical arms descend from the ceiling. Please don't! Please don't let it take me! Please! Please no! Please! A giant hole opens above the exact spot where the Romulan was standing, and he is gently, slowly, and carefully lifted from his spot in the galley, into the ceiling, and the portal closes behind him. The isolinear ship is on the ground, and the ship's uh, running lights light up. Um, There's a low amount of light now in the uh, cafeteria. The threat seemingly has been averted. And uh, you have the security chip. Well, that's a terrifying thing to see. I'll, uh, with that, I'll administer aid to Herrick immediately so I can, I can try to resuscitate him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, go ahead and make a roll for me. It'll be uh, medicine and uh, and uh, 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 daring, I guess. Daring and medicine. Okay. Uh, complication of one, since it's kind of your thing. Okay. Perfect. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, uh, Herrick, you lose a point of uh, of actually. Um, yeah, you lose a point of stress, uh, and you're you're back to consciousness. You're you're hurt, but uh, it, it's worked. You're you're conscious again. Thank you for taking that shot. Uh, I, uh... Oh, the threat has been reduced, by the way, down to two. I appreciate that. How are you feeling? It is my duty, Captain. You don't have to be so official all the time, acting tough. I really appreciate it. I hope you feel better. Herrick will look at Lockstead and just sort of acting okay well now you're just okay (laughs) um 
for your part, Lieutenant Ram, that uh, overwhelming feeling of uh, of necessity is is gone. Um, you no longer feel that way anymore. Whatever you had been programmed to do has run its course. You are no longer uh, infected, as it were. Wait, where are we? Wait, wait, sorry, what? Where are we? To the cafeteria. You told us to come here. I did. You don't remember that? Vaguely. Maybe, did I? Yes. Then you actually scanned the entire cafeteria and we were able to actually find the Romulan spies. Well, well, what's left of the Romulan spies. Oh, uh, that's good, right? They, everything solved? It is, but it doesn't explain how you were able to do that. Anyways, we should probably get this chip back where it belongs before the computer decides there's any more spies here. Yes, Captain. Computer. Do a self-diagnosis. Commencing self-diagnostic. One isolinear chip found miss. Is that all? Affirmative. Thank God there isn't anything else. All right. Well, uh, I'll turn the Belmont. Is Belmont? Did Belmont oh, get I'm shot? I'm definitely on the ground. I got hit, and I've been out this whole time. Yeah, he's uh, unconscious. Oh. Uh, I'll go ahead and administer medical aid to Belmont as well. Um, you hear a, a, a scream from somewhere in the rafters as a... Uh, as the uh, as the uh, a, a computer, the same ship's computer voice from a different location speakers just says, "I see you." You hear a thump, uh, com- and then that's about it. Oh. oh, crap! Lieutenant Commander Belmont, though, is is conscious now. You can reduce one point of stress. Right. <laughs> I thought the Romulan spy was already dead. There you are. What's going on? What happened? Um, Captain. Yes, Eric? I would recommend once the isolinear chip is returned, you restrict all security functions dealing with what Ever these machines are behind your personal authorization code. Could decree more. Don't worry, we'll uh, get this taken care of. Um, we're really banged up here. All right, Doctor. first things first. Yes, computer. Site to site transport is now available. Excellent. Uh, computer, send a security team to the cafeteria immediately to escort Commander Herrick to Medbay and uh, Lieutenant Ram. Deploying security team. What about me? 
What about Belmont? Oh, do, you, do, you need, do you need one Belmont? And Bel- I forgot Belmont is also messed up. Can you also set my Belmont as well? You didn't take a phaser for me. I expected that. But I did take a phaser. Fine. It's fine. I, I see where loyalties have gone. It's fine. Oh crap, Belmont. <laughs> you know, yes. Fine, I, I trust it. Fine, side to side, if you could uh, do that for me. What's them both your desired location? Medbay for them. And uh, could I uh, have a side to side to engineering so I can get this chip back in? Affirmative. Deploying side to side transport in three, two, one. Uh, it works. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Belmont and Commander Herrick, you are both Ooh. in medbay. Uh, Lieutenant Ram, I assume that you're with Captain Lockstead? Um, in engineering. Uh, with the isolinear yeah. chip. Um, yes, right. or in the, uh, in the, uh, the, um, uh, isolinear routing matrix with, uh, with Captain Lockstead. Um. Still without a body, but, you know. Still without a body. Um. Captain Lockstead, you, uh, you know exactly where to put it in. And nice. like that. <laughs> Did I do it right, Ram? Um, it's, I mean, I would have done a little bit, you know, a bit faster than you did, but, yeah, it's, it's all right. It'll do. Okay, well, it's not about the efficiency. It's about the completion of the task. I was just wondering if it had been done correctly. I mean, the computer might say otherwise. Well, <laughs> I want to do it fast. Computer, about those security measures, I want those to be safeguarded under a, uh, under a, um, code of my choosing so this doesn't happen again. Remove those security measures, please. Affirmative. Excellent. All right. I think we have everything. Okay. Pretty much sorted out here. Ram, you're no stranger to uh, damage to your body. Uh, you know that you're capable of uh, of replacing just about every part of it. Um, it's not a problem for you. It just takes time. Uh, you'll have the pieces replicated in a couple of hours. Um, Captain Lockstead, um, you uh, you are back on the bridge. Um, Lieutenant Ram is uh, still in the isolinear routing matrix, uh, slowly putting together pieces from the uh, replicator. Commander Herrick and Lieutenant Commander Belmont are in med bay. You all have open communication to each other. You can communicate via your comm badges now, which work. And uh, you're on the bridge, Captain. The night crew. Um, what would you like to do? Computer. Please inform the ship that arts and crafts will be postponed due to unforeseen circumstances today and that we shall move it two days ahead. Also, uh, once you finish that, I'd like to patch in with Belmont and, uh, and, uh, Herrick. I want to see how they're doing. And see if my get well cards have reached them. And ficuses. I did send them ficuses. 
deploying communications channel now. Eric? Belmont? Yes, Captain. Captain. Do you like the ficuses? Uh, yes. Um, I don't, uh, never had a plant. They are lovely, sir. As Herrick looks at yet another ficus, he will have to put in his room somewhere. <laughs> is, is Ram on the line right now as well? Ram's listening in? Yeah, Ram can hear you. I love the whole crew party line. We always Ram! Ram, replicate hey. some, uh, like, magnetic boots for yourself. I mean, since you're going to be doing it anyway. I mean, that's going to be a little bit difficult, you know. It's Replicating is one thing, then changing the entire design is a complete other thing. No, you just need just electromagnetic. It's fine. It's a switch. It's. Well, I just put giant magnets in my feet. You know, that, that's going to be very inconvenient from day well, to no, day. no, you can turn them on. I'll build them. I mean, well, I'd rather not have just large feet. I'd, I'd rather just keep them normal size. We can 100% roll for that next time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any, small. Anyone else have any final thoughts? Um, I think I, I think I'd be freaked out to be in med bay considering the shit that's been going down. Just waiting for something to pop from. I don't think I've slept. <laughs> just waiting, <laughs> waiting to be lobotomized. Everything is uh, it's all clear. Okay, yeah. yeah so. Everything's fine, back to normal, more or less. Oh, you know what? Uh, Commander Herrick, as, as a security officer, why do we have kinetic weapons and bus halls? Eric has let the anesthetic, or I should say, the implication that the anesthetic has affected Herrick <laughs> is clearly apparent as he just sort of. Beautiful. And just waits for Belmont to stop talking. Well, the only last thing is who's going to clean up the mess up there in the, uh, in the, in the ceiling. With the uh, the other Romulan guy. Oh, Gregory. 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 Is that even a question? Gregory's already hard at work up there. <laughs> this is Gregory's now domain now. Gregory falling out of the ceiling like it's one of those like drop ceiling tiles, but he's just covered in viscera. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah oh, definitely, just definitely. Onto a pile of sporks is worse nightmare. <laughs> Y'all get back up there, don't worry. <laughs> He's so traumatized after falling on the sports. Oh my god. Um, yeah, and St. Gregory is, is up there, uh, trying to mop up the uh, the Romulan debris uh, at the bar. Boy, and where'd is, all these teeth come from? And is is mortified at the uh, at the incredible number of sporks. Um But uh that's an uh, issue for another day. As the uh, crew of the USS Loveless uh, depart. Um, everything is in perfect working order. Um, so, great job, crew. <laughs> and look, not it. even not even that many people died this time. Um, <laughs> only a few. 
no one that we knew. There was no named characters that died. That's true. So that's true. I mean, for the Star Trek cast, episode, that's pretty normal. The same person that was maimed died in this episode, uh, and then we found out about another Romulan. So yeah, I mean, I don't think we're gonna lose any sleep. Nope. If anything, we're gonna give that computer a pat on the back. I mean, it knew. Thank you so much, crew. I really appreciate it. That was wonderful. You guys are so you're clever. You're so clever. All of the 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 clever ways around things were perfect. Um, we're gonna go ahead and uh, introduce everybody one more time. Um, but before we do, uh, I'd like to reach out to you, the listener or viewer uh, of the show. Know that we record this show here at Fable Scraps. Uh, at twitch.tv slash fablescraps every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific. If you're listening to the show on podcasting apps, just Spotify or Stitcher, know that we store all of our VODs here on Twitch and also on YouTube as well. Um, live viewers have the option, the ability to affect the show in meaningful ways uh, through the clever introduction of funds in exchange for threat and momentum. It's a lot of fun. I encourage you to come hang out uh, without further ado. Um, let's go ahead and give everybody an introduction, really sp- like a speed round shout out. Uh, Captain Lockstead, Fist of the Walrus. Hello, I'm Fist of the Walrus. I'm a roleplay streamer here on Twitch. You can catch me over on Twitch and Twitter at Fist of the Walrus. Uh, had a lot of fun today. Glad the computer was on our side. And uh, holy crap, it was a fun episode. Wonderful. Next up is Lock the Raven. I'm Lock the Raven. I'm a variety streamer on Twitch. I have good time. Good time was had. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Lock the Raven, spelled like it sounds. Awesome. Thank you, Lock. Next up is Lieutenant Commander Belmont, Aaron Black. My name is Aaron Black. I uh, write stuff sometimes, and you can uh, find out about that at uh, Twitter at Aaron B. Writes. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Last but not least, Anavin, playing Lieutenant Ram. Hello there, I'm Enovan. I'm a streamer here on Twitch.tv. You can find me at Twitch.tv slash Enovan and same username on Twitter as well. That's spelled E-N-E-V-U-N. Awesome, thank you. My name, of course, is Nicotine. I do a lot of uh, roleplay. That's N-I-K-T-I-N-E. Um, I do this show. I also do uh, another show on Friday here at Fable Scraps as well called Doom Lore, a 40k story um, with Locke. Um, thank you so much, crew. You guys are great. What a good, what a good episode. You guys worked together so well. You worked together so good. Star Trek is always ahead. It's always (laughs) best. It's always best when you guys have such good, like, uh, like working together kind of chemistry. Trying to figure shit out. Yeah. It's rough. It's perfect. Super rough. Thanks again, uh, crew. And also you at home. Uh, have a wonderful night. We'll see you next week. You're Fable Scraps. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye bye. Yeah, well. Did you replicate a hand to wave, Ram? <laughs> <laughs> Ram's waving someone <laughs> else's <laughs> hand. <laughs>